Yo, 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 it's good peeps. It's your favorite uncle, Bernie Bambi. <laughs> Hello, folks. It's me, uh, S, just S. And this is the Download Show. How you doing, friend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. A bit flustered, as, as you know. Um, well, I lost a key piece of um, recording equipment, but we found it. So we move. Um, we move. Because, you know, it's independent Independent Women's Day, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. International Women's Day tomorrow um, on this day that it we're is. recording. Um, what other key? Are there any other key things going on this week? Um, it was Ghanaian Independence Day yesterday. Oh, so yeah, awesome. um, happy, happy 64 years to my people mm-hmm. in there. Nice um, and happy Women's History Month. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was nice for me. Well, well, we'll get into that a bit more later. <laughs> um, Women's History Month as well. So happy Women's History Month to um, all my bad bitches out there. We see you. Mm. Respect it. Ooh, and um, yeah. happy 10th episode to us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Look at us. Wow. Have a thing going on here. <laughs> <laughs> we in the game now, baby. That's right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for everybody who's joined us on this wacky journey. And we're going to keep things going as we usually do with our emerging artist. So, have a listen to this. Ain't been touched in a while Don't even know where you have been Haven't gotten to see your smile Since you said we were just friends Just friends Don't pretend But somehow it's my fault Somehow the blame is always put on me Somehow the shame is always put on me Somehow it's strange when we don't speak I don't get that How can you leave me and sit back After the love that we went through After the things that I did for you After the pain that you put me through Okay, so that was Luke Brown with his latest single, Still In Love. Uh, S, I'll let mm. you take it away. What did you think? I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, kind of immediately upon listening, was giving me very much Frank Ocean vibes. Mm-hmm, um, Cayendo in particular, uh, which is a great song. Mm. Um, I, yeah, no, just just the, the vibe, the vocals, just, yeah, no, I was digging it. I was digging it. I um, already added it to some playlists. So, um, you know, I'm... I'm a big fan. I, as as per, I leave the technical um, discussion to you because I'd just be like, yeah, <laughs> great song. I liked it. <laughs> Would recommend. Um, but yeah, no, no, I, I mm. really, really, really enjoyed that one. So mm. yeah, no, thank you for that. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I love how it starts with those like doleful chipmunk vocals coming in, you know, guitars sounding beautiful. Um, then the vocals kick off straight away and it's just like, you know, just like <laughs> singing into the night sky, you know, just like the gravelly, <laughs> almost like lazy sound to his voice and I love it. You can tell like he's really using his voice as an instrument and like he could sing in a more like controlled way if he wanted to, but that's not really what the song requires and he gets that. So really enjoy that. I uh, really enjoyed the simplicity of the lyrics. Like when he says, um, now you say that we're just friends. Oh no, oh no. <laughs> like, what else is there to say? Even the first line, ain't it? Ain't been touched in a while. Oh, yeah, like, I felt that when he said, ain't been touched in a while. Like, uh, he's relate, speaking but... plainly, but it's. <laughs> yeah, me neither, for the record. But... <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but you know, I can definitely, you know, it takes me back. Yeah, no, true that, true that, true that. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, the song's beautifully produced with lots of great little embellishments at just the right time, like a bit of reverb here, a bit of layering of the vocals there. Um, like you said, definitely in terms of influence, it's giving me Frank, mm. but that's okay, because, you know, Frank ain't giving us Frank. <laughs> 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 he, re- he really said, you know. See ya. See sounds like Chanel. This is... <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's great, because, you know, you can see, you can definitely see, like, the Frank influence. Yeah. But then you also but see his own art history coming through yeah so yeah. um yeah well done to him and the others featured in the track because i believe they contribute in terms of production and songwriting that was jacuzzi jefferson calica and ezzy so um yeah a great effort all round. um defo keeping this one for when i'm trying to get in my sad boy bag so uh, <laughs> yeah well done to everybody yeah for sure thank you very much awesome so now we're going to jump into the download, which is our music segment where we discuss new tracks, stuff we're feeling, mm-hmm. any particular, you know, artists or musical genres we hold dear, all that good music stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, in terms of recent releases, I wanted to quickly shout out um, On One by Joyce Rice uh, dropped, mm-hmm. I think it was last week or the week before, I can't quite remember, but recently. Um, I've mentioned Joyce Rice on the show before, but she's really cool. Really like her sound and just her whole R&B kind of vibe. Mm. Also really great um, visuals in her music videos, very much like 90s, early 2000s inspired kind of R&B swag with like uh-huh. the like tight little little tops mm. and like mm. the baggy jeans and the sneakers and stuff and the do-rags and yeah it's just it's a vibe and she's really talented um also Kiana Lede and they have a song yeah. called Count Me In which dropped the other week which is also really good also shouted out Kiana quite a few times big fan of her um also a uh, quick mention to Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack who dropped Ooh. Listen, I saw someone said this is hairy pussy music and I screamed. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh, oh, I, as soon as I like, listen, Bruno Mars, he mm. just, he's, he's that guy. He's, <laughs> he's, he's that guy. I, mm. I freaking love Bruno Mars. Obviously massive fan of Anderson Pack. So mm-hmm. when I heard that the two of them were collabing and then mm. I heard the song, um, leave the door open, mm. bruh, it's just, oh, just. Yeah, yeah. Words. How, how like, does one describe? How does one mate, describe? Like I just yeah, because to be honest, I'll be honest. For some reason, a lot of 
the stuff that Bruno Mars has done it really it just hasn't been like it hasn't resonated with me really like I definitely mm. see that he's talented in just so many different ways um, and I hear that the last album conceptually um, was it 24 Karat Magic conceptually that was a great album mm. you know really captured the sound like of the sort of era he was going for um, but I feel like this is the first time that I was just like yes like this is a Bruno song mm. for me like <laughs> it was giving me like just Isley Brothers like just soul mm. you know like mm-hmm. oh and mm-hmm. the music video and like, I just mm-hmm. love it like oh. the way him yeah. and the band and Anderson like they all just they're all just as one like they're just connected they're just vibes mm. in at the same time you got the girls in the recording booth like, mm, like it's, just, it's just a vibe like beautifully put together song so um i'm hearing that this could potentially be like a joint album coming from them i've i've heard whispers about that yeah Mm, so i'm definitely here for that if it's going to be like you know tapping into that sound for Mm. sure for sure so big big shout out to that one um Mm. and did you see the uh the good days (laughs) i do watch this you see the the music video for good days yeah um, i did i did what did you think I really liked it. I mean, it's, it's you know, Scissor being, you know, Airy Fairy and all that goodness. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the choreography. <laughs> I mm. did not know she's been putting in that work on the pole. Like, Neither did I. I was like, okay. Yeah, right? Solana, like, she's you. doing all the moves upside mm-hmm. down, spinning around, like, all the splits and everything. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Scissor's really, really about the pole. So, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought there were some really, like, stunning moments there. Um, and then when she went to, like, the little snippet of, like, I like how she's teasing the next song at the end yeah. of each video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, like, such a throwback to, like, what they used to do in the 2000s. So, um, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, what, what what are you thinking about the video? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was just, oh, okay. yeah, like you said, classic scissor, just like yeah. wacky, but mm. then also just like yeah. kind of sultry and just vibesy and just like mm. creative and like sexy. Mm. And I also mm. felt like I should be on acid as I watched it. But yeah, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, every, I implore you if you haven't seen the video to go check it out. It, it's something. Mm. But um, yeah, mm. I also like that she teased the new song, but I know that song so friggin well because like tiktok and shit so um because uh, <laughs> people have like you know they'd they be doing their choreography and stuff um yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah no it was it was a really good video i enjoyed and mm. i'm excited for her sophomore Mate. album oh i so can it's gonna be good gonna be good because we've been waiting is it even a sophomore because actually that's well, that's the thing a lot of people like they didn't or not it's yeah, like a I third think, album I think Contr- will be, won't it? I think, was Control her first like proper album? Didn't she just have like EPs or whatever Oh, were those that? like mi- EPs and like mixtapes? Oh, yeah, I see, Yeah, because obviously she's had music before that. Because um, I think yeah, I saw an like, article wasn't saying- Wasn't it called like Z or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which wasn't really for me. Like I first started yeah. paying attention to SZA when she came in on Consideration with Rihanna. Mm. And I was like, ooh, okay. And then she dropped Control and yeah, it was like, and wow. Yeah. And then like she just hasn't, you know- she hasn't stopped since then like everything I've loved that she's done so yeah, yeah I can't wait for this album I'm gassed I'm gassed um, and also the uh, gigs uh, Daily Duppy um, I watched yeah. and enjoyed yeah. um, it was fun it was you know what as I was watching it I was mm. like I feel like I could have edited this video <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're so right <laughs> 
as I was watching this, I was and like, I bet you were literally... thinking, mm, that was cute, but I would have yeah, gone to this. Yeah, I could have done this better. Yeah, I would have changed this slightly. It was fun. I was cracking up. But no, yeah. it was fun. Um, yeah. There's one point I like that he um, he has a line where he um, corrects himself from bitches to women, um, which tickled me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told you, he's getting there. He's getting more work. <laughs> But no, it was it was fun. It was playful. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed it. What do you think? That's what I love about gigs. Like he's just such a playful rapper, and I feel like I I warm to rappers who are more playful, which I think mm. is why I love female rappers because they're very playful with it, with it, <laughs> with it. And then, um, like male rappers who are playful, I would say yeah, gigs I find him playful. Kendrick, you know the different personas he takes on and stuff like that. So yeah, like you know gigs, and I love how you you always have to like you know listen out for just that silly lyric that he's gonna be in there. Like it says something about roasting potatoes. I was like, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'll always stand for gigs. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so I mean, I've got my my big piece. Is there anything else you wanted to shout out before I, I jump um, into that? I don't think so. No, I think that was everything. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to set the timer at uh, 15 minutes. Off you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm also keeping an eye on this. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, okay, so uh, as I mentioned uh, last episode, I was um, wanting to at some point do a tribute to one Aubrey Drake mm-hmm. Graham. Um, and actually, funny enough, uh, it was maybe I manifested it. He dropped um, an EP, uh, Scary Hours 2, yeah, the other that's day. That's what I wanted which, to talk about. Eh, like it, Did you not like it? It was like, how'd you feel about that? I It was okay. First, yeah, it was, it first was track right. was all right. Last track was fine. But I loved the second one. What Was it Wants and Needs? I can't remember. Wants and Needs, yeah, featuring the baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Little baby, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, little baby, my bad. Uh, Wants and needs was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> They're both little. <laughs> little <laughs> uh, Wants and needs was the only one that I was actually like, okay, I'm gonna listen to this a second time, you know. So um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, it. no, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he he dropped that, and then I was like, okay, like I feel like this is this is a sign for me mm-hmm. to to do this now. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, first, like, do I have to give any? What disclaimers do I need to give here? I mean, we know Drake's been trash. We know he's like... <laughs> I mean, what, what else is there to say? We know what that... Nigga, we know, yeah, we know. Yeah. Just, we're, we're, we're just, I'm just talking music, yeah, right? Let's just, just separate music. the just, art just, from the for just a minute, please. And this, <laughs> this one case. You know me, if, if people, like, I'm not above, you know... I'm, and I will also... This is a disclaimer, though. Mm. I also said this last episode, like, I'm not a Drake stan by any means. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've renounced fandom in general as a concept because I, I, I'm i not really, you know, mm-hmm. it's a bit dangerous mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I'm not a stan. So also saying that if any like hardcore Drake fans are like, oh, you missed out on this one mixtape you drop on that. <laughs> I, it's not that deep. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going through shit I like and I'm listening to and I'm going to try and do it comprehensively. But if I miss something out that he dropped in like under a pseudonym in like mm. 1998, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. So I think those are all the, the disclaimers. Yeah. But yes, Drake, Champagne Papi. Oh, what can we say? So like, yeah, I feel like I've just like grown up with this nigga and just just the way he makes music like i i'm a big r&b person like big r&b fan like love 90s r&b and one thing i love about drake is just how like ooh. okay peeps so it's bernie here okay look 
we fucked up. Basically, we ran into some technical difficulties whilst recording. And that means that unfortunately, the audio on my end will drop significantly um, as you're listening to the rest of this podcast. Um, But you know, shit happens. Uh, It's our first major fuck up since our first episode, so that ain't that bad. And you know, uh, I'd like to think that we've kept the quality of the show quite high during lockdown. So please do bear with us. Um, We've located the problem. We know what it was, ain't gonna happen again. But please do bear with us. Um, And yeah, enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay, cool. Uh, So yeah, so I just remember like this man has just been a constant in my life since I was a young child and I just feel like I've I've grown up with him. His music has been there during <laughs> different stages and periods in my life. Um and as a big R&B fan, I just really love the way he, you know, samples loads of, you know, R&B legends, um great R&B songs. Um like honestly like I do wonder how much money he spent in terms of like clearing Mm -hmm. samples over his career because the catalogue be crazy Mm. Uh, but just like he's you know cross genre as well like R&B neo soul hip hop drill trap soul like dance hall reggae like Drake (laughs) there's a reason they call him Mr. Worldwide like Drake is everywhere he's everyone (laughs) he's every woman Um, so uh, yeah so um, obviously like in terms of if I actually was to go through his entire catalogue like this would be the whole mm. show. So I'm just going to like skim through, um, spend a bit of time on the stuff mm. I like. But yeah, you know, as I said before, like I'm not a stan. If I miss something out, like it, I don't care. It's not that deep. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> there you go. Um, so my introduction to Drake was in 2009 when um, yeah. Bedrock uh, dropped. Um, and uh, for y'all, mm-hmm. y'all who remember y'all who know Young Money, um, that was also my introdu- introduction. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to Nikki and Tiger Lloyd. Um, so yeah, Lloyd. that song I- <laughs> was Lloyd. Not- Lloyd, that what? was the first time you heard of Lloyd. Yeah. Oh my days, I'm old. I mean, I was like, a, I was like a kid at the time. <laughs> true, true. Two thousand nine. So yeah, you I was like that song, uh, thirteen you know, or something. Uh, 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 uh-huh. She's fine too, but I want you. No, no. oh my days. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, that is going on the playlist. People, that one. <laughs> please do, please do. Yeah, I mean, I, I still, I don't really bang out Lloyd like that, but yeah, it was my introduction. There you go. So, can't blame me. Um, but yeah, no bedrock. I just remember vividly, like that music video and um what was that line um he said that's when we disappear you need gps to find her oh that was your girl i, I thought, thought i recognized her. her and then that big cheesy smile that drake has i was just like who is this guy and then yeah from then on it was just yeah so uh comeback season we've got in 2007 that mixtape uh really good like solid mixtapes in terms of on there songs on there i like um fireworks and the last hope are like two of my favorites um fireworks uh is also you've got a version um with alicia keys or i think both versions. i think yeah the original is with alicia keys um but yeah the last hope as well uh great song um so then we jumped to 2009 um the mixtape so far gone and on there we have best i ever had which i will say one 
is oh, yeah. I mean not a lot of people feel this way mm. but like one it's like one of my favorite Drake songs oh, and really? it's one of my favorite songs period yeah wow. I friggin <laughs> love that song I love that okay. song. <laughs> no, no. there's um there's one line he has that just I don't know what it is it's just um uh was it um Get it from the back and make your fucking bra strap pop oh. all up in your slot till a nigga hit the jackpot. Oh. And I just every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, like I just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, literally, I'm wearing my I'm wearing no, my durag right no. now. I'm channeling my inner light skinned nigga today um, in honor of Drake. <laughs> I had a glass of wine, like it's you know. But yeah, no, best I ever oh, had, like yeah, yeah, yeah. banger, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so then we jumped to 2010. Thank Me Later, um, which was his official debut album. Um, mm. So on there, like loads of classics. So again, we've got Fireworks, Over, Classic Drake, um, mm-hmm. Up All Night featuring Nicki Minaj, um, Fancy, great song, um, obviously, you know, featuring T.I. And, you know, T.I.'s <laughs> lines, very misogynistic, but, you know, it's T.I. But, you know, the song in general, mm. love it. Um, and I remember just like at the time, just it was just a saying among my group of friends, just like, oh, you fancy, huh? And it's just... <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's timeless. It's timeless. Um, mm-hmm. Find Your Love, again, another classic, mm-hmm. um, classic Drake song. Also, Shut It Down featuring The Dream, banger. Um, so then, whew, okay, 2011, take care. Okay, we need to, let's just pause, pull over, skirt, skirt. This, <laughs> this album, this is the definition of old Drake. This is classic quintessential sad boy drake this is sad boy hours this is my shit i fucking love take care oh oh bruh and like so many great features on there he's got the weekend he's got rihanna he's got kendrick he's got nikki wayne like okay so let's 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 go through this so um we've got over my dead body um great song shot for me classic classic sad boy song um and the way shot for me transitions into headlines um it's nothing crazy but just it's it's pleasant and i enjoy it um and headlines in general love that song just love the energy love the vibe of it it's just yeah i one of my one of my faves um obviously crew love big tune featuring the weekend like that whole era was just i remember it so vividly because yeah, like yeah especially and like with the weekend as well like 2012 yeah, yeah, that whole kind of yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that kind of sad emo nigga like dark <laughs> kind of it was just yeah it was a moment it was a moment um take care of course featuring rihanna um great song great song mm-hmm. marvin's room Oh, well, it's fucking ah, nah. This is the this is the your text to your ex at three a.m. But listen, Marvin's fucking room. This is that song. This is that song. The meme impact of that song, like tr- tremendous. Like when you think of sad Drake, you think of Marvin's room. It's just ah. Oh. And I remember again, like so vividly. There were a lot of like remixes as well at the time, and like. Um, yeah, I was literally about to say, yeah, JoJo's mm-hmm. remix um, was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And there were a bunch of like female rappers and like other artists who'd like done their little, you know, they, they switched the gender around. It's like, fuck that new girl that you love so much. And yeah, it was just, oh, I just remember, yeah, being a teenager going through it at the time and literally being like, fuck that <laughs> new girl that you love so much. <laughs> literally, oh, it's like, come set her up. Oh! <laughs> uh, bitches in my old phone okay um yeah marvin's room i don't even if you know you know um mm-hmm. make me proud another great song um Nicki minaj as well 
um, often would play that in the gym as like motivation because you just feel like I'm so I'm so I'm so proud of you like yes thank you um, <laughs> Lord knows also decent um, the interludes yeah feels um, doing it wrong also good song and he has a line which I feel like just kind of speaks to like you know <laughs> our, our current generation of um, endless talking stage and commitment issues. Mm. Um, he's like, uh, we live in a generation of not being in love and not being together, but we sure make it feel like we're together because we're, we're scared to see each other with somebody else. And it's just classic Drake. Mm. And it's just like, mm. you know, but it's, it's a good song. Drake Andrew. Philosophy. It's Drake philosophy. There you go. There you go. He's like, listen, he's, he's a philosopher of our time. He's just always <laughs> commenting on, on the, on the zeitgeist and, um, the, the current, the current world we're living in. Um, so then we jump into 2013, Nothing Was The Same. Uh, it's his third album. Um, also another solid project. Um, Tuscan Leather, it's a solid intro. Started From The Bottom, uh-huh. a classic. Uh-huh. Um, Wu-Tang Forever, really good. Worst Behavior, also really good. From Time, featuring mm-hmm. Janae Aiko. Very Janae, mm-hmm. like very chill, kind of vibesy uh-huh. song. I really enjoy uh-huh. it. Um, Hold On, We're Going Home. It's another personal favorite of mine. Um, Too Much, featuring Sampha. Uh, great song. I'm a big Sampha fan as well, so really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, All Me and The Motion. Again, another great, like, classic Drake sad song. Um, and then 2015, we've got If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. So Ooh, that was his yeah, mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, good, good selection on here. I like that one. Very good selection mm. here. So we've got mm. Legend, I really enjoy. Energy, Six God, I love Six God. Um, Preach, featuring Party Next Door. Jungle and How About Now. Um, big fan of How About Now. Um, and then we've got, when I told you, this guy's catalogue is ridiculous. So we're still in 2015. Mm, now we've mm. got um, What A Time To Be Alive, which was his collaborative project with Future. Um, wait, what about, wait, what, oh, yeah, maybe go I've got the, the name wrong. You know what, Brian Fruity Six, something like No Bell. Is it No Bell? No, know Yourself. Know, know Yourself. yourself. No, that's yeah, also yeah, from yeah. that mixtape as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's yeah, one of my favourite Drake songs. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was running through this. I've been, I've been yeah. running through the six with my woes. Um, <laughs> Trust me, my woes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is, that is also a classic one. I know I haven't, I didn't know that down, but yeah, no, that is also a really good song. Um, so yeah, What a Time to Be Alive. Um, I'm not that big a future fan, so this isn't my favourite project of his, but... Um, a decent, mm-hmm. decent selection. Um, I like Big Rings mm-hmm. and Jumpman is just a classic mm-hmm. hype mm-hmm. song. And mm-hmm. I just remember like house parties when Jumpman comes on, it's just like jumping and yelling <laughs> and just like it's it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, quick, <laughs> quick, quick side story. I my friend, like, I remember she wrote me because we were like looking at um, an old uh, sex playlist I had from when I was in like undergrad uni and, and she, she was just roasting to me because I made it when I was like 19 and then she was like do you have job man on your sex playlist and she fucking <laughs> was <laughs> yeah I mean I'm sure the guy knew what he did yeah that's <laughs> It's a hype song. Listen, I, like, I don't know what was running through my head, but I was just kind of like, mm, yeah, I feel like this would work. Um, yet to actually have sex to jump on, but I, I feel like I need to make it happen just, just for the purposes of content. Um, so yeah, then we jump into views. 2016 um very you know got a range of genres going on here we've got like some hip-hop got some r&b dance hall some pop um so yeah again views that summer 
very much remember very very vividly um feel no ways um great song controller oh, listen mm-hmm. the wines mm-hmm. that were received oh, yeah. to that song this is, bruh. this is like his yeah his, yeah yeah his jamaican album yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is jamaican drake yeah, yeah, yeah. through and through um yeah it was like you know one dance as well again yeah, many a yeah. wine to one dance um mm-hmm. child's play great song and like the music video has got uh tyra banks in it which is hilarious um and oh yeah <laughs> it's just shows. <laughs> And literally the, the line as well, because he's like, why you got to fight with me a cheesecake? You know I love to go there. Say I'm acting light skin. I can take you nowhere. And it's just like, it's just so fucking, because he's like, why you got to fight with me at Cheesecake Factory, man? <laughs> and it's just Tyra being jarry. Yeah. You know what I love about Drake, though? Like, he he doesn't pretend to be, like, younger than he is in many ways. Like, yeah. His crushes yeah. are the same people. <laughs> like, yeah. They changed, you know, like. Like him, you know, him and Jay Lurk. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, like That's Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But yeah, I love, I love that music video. Um, Too Good featuring Rihanna, another like great, great song from that album. Of course, Hotline Bling. Um, Many mm. a meme mm-hmm. was generated from this mm. song, this music video. Mm. Um, and not gonna lie, first when I watched that video, that was like I'm not really like attracted to Drake but that was the first time I was like I want to fuck this nigga it's just the <laughs> he had this well, like was that around the t- the- he didn't always have a beard no he? no no yeah no he didn't like back in like 2012 days um or like slightly before he had yeah. like the shadow and stuff and he was a bit mm-hmm. scrawny and stuff so yeah, like yeah, 2015 yeah, yeah. 2016 you could see he'd like started banging gym and stuff and he'd grown yeah. out the beard and everything yeah. But he had this like clean, like white Jordans tee. He had like the red puffer yeah. jacket and like the jeans yeah, and the yeah. Tims mm-hmm. and then like the OVO mm-hmm. sweater the fresh, and the, the joggers. Fresh. Yeah, he was mm. clean. Like Drake just looks like mm-hmm. someone who just like smells good. Do you know what I mean? He's just yeah, yeah, yeah. put together, mm-hmm. put together. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the dancing and just, again, it's just like Drake not taking himself too seriously and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, great song. Um, it was, you know, fun, fun in the club. Um, and then 2017, More Life, which is one of my faves. Um, this is when Drake was uh, Mandel's on road. Still, you get me. Um, this was <laughs> he was in London. Um, <laughs> this is his second identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got a uh, Skepta on here. We got Gigs. We got Georgia mm-hmm. Smith. Um, mm-hmm. So right. mm-hmm. so we got yeah, Very Free Smoke. Shit. Oh yes, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Mention it, mention it for sure. Um, mm. Free smoke, um, mm-hmm, blem. Mm-hmm, I enjoy, mm-hmm. I enjoy. Mm. Just the line. Um, I need. <laughs> again, just this guy in his accent is like, I need you to stop running back to your ex. He's always smart. It's like. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I was like, okay, Aubrey. Um, Skepta interlude. Uh, it's not Drake. It's Skepta, but I enjoy. Um, KMT featuring gigs, um, great one. Passion fruit, one I didn't of my favorites. Love that one. <laughs> Wait, you didn't like KMT? Only because I feel like it didn't trans. Well, it definitely didn't translate well with the Americans. Um, oh yeah, because you know how gigs has this whole like trope of like, oh, I'm Batman, I'm Batman. So then mm. he like says the line, you know, Batman. Da, 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 da. I'm like the Americans just looking at like, what the what? fuck is this? Shit? <laughs> Yeah, KMT, we took a bell for that, but no one talk, like, oh my days, like, I, I love that song. 
And actually, More Life, that was the first Drake mm-hmm. album, I think. I actually, well, I can remember listening from start to finish and being like, really? I'm going to listen to this again. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was a solid album. Mm. Solid album, one of my faves. Um, yeah, we had uh, Passion Fruit as well, which mm-hmm. is also one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mentioned this in like a previous episode, but also uh, Hayley Williams from Paramore does a cover of this on BBC yeah, Radio um, 1 so. live. Yeah. yeah, which I love. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's not on Spotify. It's on SoundCloud, but... <laughs> really really great <laughs> um yeah i love passion fruit um we've got mediva rhythm um mm. which is good mm. get it together featuring georgia mm-hmm. smith and mm-hmm. black coffee mm. i really enjoy 4422 with samfa mm. we've got mm. teenage fever um wait, samples j-lo if you had my love mm. um and yeah. then again just classic mm. sad boy drake mm. um fake love another classic um, Ice Melts with Young Thug is also one of my favorites mm-hmm. and very much like summer vibes. It's giving like, you know, cocktails, day parties, banger, I enjoy. Um, and Do Not Disturb, also a great song. Um, and then we've got Scary Hours 2018 EP. Literally, I think there's like, what, two songs on there? God's Plan's on there. Um, I enjoy God's Plan, mm-hmm. it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the music video for that as well. Um, and then Scorpion, we jump into 2018, fifth album. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so like with this one, like the first side is kind of like primarily like hip hop and the second yeah. side is more like R&B and pop. And I remember at the time there was like mm-hmm. this meme where they had like the two sides and like on the left side, it was Drake and a do-rag and on the right mm-hmm. side, it was Drake and a bonnet. And it fucking came. <laughs> because like legit, it was, oh, but this... Oh, Scorpion. I, this, this album, I remember so vividly when this album came out because this, this was my hot girl summer. This was actually the year before hot girl summer, but this was my hot girl summer. Cause ah, I just, I'll get there in a second, but nice for what? Mm. Ah, enjoyment, enjoyment. Yes. um, (laughs) Yeah. So nonstop. um, And he has a line in there, which is actually like the title of my Drake playlist. It's like, I'm light skinned, but I'm still a dark nigga. And again, it's just so Drake. Oh my gosh. But it's funny. (laughs) Um, Emotionless. I really like because it samples emotions by Mariah Carey, Mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite Mariah songs. Um, God's Plan mentioned before which is on um, Scary Hours EP on there Mob Ties um, this song really spoke to me because he opens up and he's just like sick of these niggas sick of these niggas gonna have some help get rid of these niggas and I was like same Um, (laughs) scene thank you Um, (laughs) relatable content Uh, okay nice for what I I cannot explain to you the impact this song had on my, I remember it so vividly. I just felt, this was one of these moments where I'm just like, this man knows me. Like he's speaking to me. It's just like everything was just like, oh yes. I friggin' I loved, loved, loved that song. In the clubs, you would see me at the top of my love screaming, like God be nice for what to these niggas? (laughs) Like the song, the song was one thing, but then the music video, oh my God. It was just all these like, Mm, beautiful, beautiful powerful black women we had tracy ellis ross yara shahidi yeah. um friggin uh isa ray uh i can't even remember all the, like rashida jo- like loads of mm. loads of amazing black women on there like you could tell like drake was just like ladies mm. this is for y'all mm. this is your songs yeah, for yeah, you yeah. and then of course it samples um x factor by miss lauren harrell which is a song that i love as well mm-hmm. um so nice for what one of my favorite Drake songs, one of my favorite songs of all time. And also featuring uh, some family, Big Frida, mm-hmm. which we love. Yes, so, yes. Um, yeah. Very much. And, um, yeah, she had, a, she had a great run because then obviously then she got featured in Formation. I don't know if that yeah, was before yeah, yeah. or after as well. 
So, yeah, thank you, Jake, for that. We like acknowledgement. <laughs> formation was, was Formation 26? No. That was 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was 2018. So, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce as per pave, paving it around. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, great, great track, great track. Um, Blue Tin, mm-hmm. also a great song. And again, he opens it with, Look who I'm fucking again. And I'm like, Yes. And like, because you know, you've had these conversations with like your girls and stuff where you're just kind of like, <laughs> Guess who I'm fucking yeah, again? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you told me not to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so fun because the way he said it's just Drake and it's just yeah it's I enjoy um, In My Feelings another banger um, and he's got the City Girls in there as well and just another one very much like I just felt it was for the ladies and great great song um, and then After Dark with Ty Dolla Sign I also enjoy um, I'm skipping over the Best in the World pack which is another EP in 2019 um, so then we got Care Package in 2019 which was like a compilation album um, and I remember mm. when this came out, everyone was like, this is cheeky because he's literally just re-releasing all shit and where's the album mm-hmm. Drake? But it has some <laughs> classics on there. Um, you know, The Motion, mm. How About Now, Days in the East, 4pm in Calabasas, Trust Issues. Woo! Trust Issues. Again, another like classic sad boy Drake. Um, Love, I Get Lonely. Again, another classic sad boy Drake. Um, Josie Freestyle with J. Cole. Draft Day, um, which also samples Doo-Wop by Miss Lauren Hill. Girls Love Beyonce, which is another favorite of mine. And mm-hmm. I've been wanting mm-hmm. to cry. I just, I just, oh, I don't know what it is about that song. I just, I, I guess it gets me my feelings. Um, but, uh, and then yeah, Dark Lane Demo Tapes, which came out last year, um, mixtape was a bit of a mess for me. Um, I like Chicago Freestyle with Giveon and 2C Slide, I can't lie, when it first came out, I know everyone was like, what the fuck? And I was like, what the fuck? But Drake also has this ability where like, I'll listen to something the first time, I'm like, what is this? And I'll listen to it a few more times, I'm like, actually, this is genius. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I do enjoy 2C Slide now. Um, And yeah, again, like features wise, there are way too many, but I'm just gonna make note of the ones I really enjoy. Um, In terms of all his collabs with Rihanna, I think have been awesome. Yes, I know he embarrassed himself on that stage um, and she was uncomfortable. Yes, I understand. That was an L for him. <laughs> I get it. But the music they made together, it slaps. Um, what's my name? Work, take care, too good. The summer work came out. Ah, bruh. I, was, I rewatched the work music video the other day and just like Rihanna in that like mesh, like black, mm. red, yellow, and green dress. Like, mm. oh, it was... See, I prefer the second <sighs> video where she's got, like, the blue light on and she's got that, like, see-through top. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I remember. And then there's this one point in the video where she's whining and she turns around to Drake and she sticks out her tongue. And mm. Drake is just mm-hmm. like, why? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's my favorite part of the whole video. <laughs> I remember, I remember, but great. <laughs> Great, great collabs, those two. Um, Poetic Justice with Kendrick, I really like. Uh, In the Morning with J. Cole. Um, I remember I knew, I think I knew that song way too young. So I remember at one point my cousin was like, what do you know about In the Morning? Because obviously the lyrics are like dirty as fuck and stuff. And I was probably like, I can't remember how old, but way too young. Um, Only You with Heady One. Um, I know <laughs> at first, again, that was one of those streams where I was just kind of like, is he rapping on the beat? Like, what's what's yeah, going on yeah, here? Yeah. Um, but then yeah. I listened to it a few more times. I was like, you know what? I actually like this. Um, and <laughs> he drops a few bars in Arabic, which, uh, but you know, 
Drake. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we could say that. We could say that. Um, and then, yeah, no guidance. Yes, I know it's Chris Brown, but you know, I, I enjoy the song. Sue me. Um, Look alive with Blockboy JB. Um, same vibe for me as Jumpman. Just a very big like hype song. Fucking problems with ASAP Rocky. Um, I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. Same. Um, Summer Walker, Girls Need Love Remix. I enjoyed uh, Mine with Beyonce, Whiskered Closer, Me and with Bad Bunny. Like this guy, he's 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 done it all. He's done it all. Um, I'm going to wrap it up because I feel like it's, I don't know how long we've been going on for. But he's been a minute. So um, I hope I've done some sort of justice and just kind of given a, a little run through of, you know, my um, journey with Aubrey throughout the years. But um Yes, I enjoy this man's music very much. And um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, I hope you continue to listen to episodes after this. And <laughs> if you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> listen, it's no. my podcast. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, no. I, um, that's the thing. Like, I'm, like I kind of said, I'm not really an album listener when it comes to Drake. I'm here for the hits and the hits only. And he's got several, to be fair. Um, he's got many. Yeah, you know, even, you know, I enjoy that because, yeah, I could I could jump in on the hits and, yeah, undeniable hits. So, yeah, thank you, S. Thank you, Drake. Um, yeah, we look forward to some more... Well, where's he going next? Which continent it is? <laughs> Yeah. We haven't got like a primarily Afrobeats album yet, so maybe that's next. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right. We wait and see. Right. But well, sweet. I think that's us done for download. Yes, sir. So um, now we're going to jump into the lowdown, which is our pop culture segment where we discuss trending mm. topics, celeb stuff, uh, trash, TL drama, all that. All that good stuff. So, um, let's see. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I prepared something. Um, so, uh, <laughs> hang on, just, just give me a sec. <laughs> I'm shy. Um, okay. City girls make them wish like Ray J. Let me talk to him. All these <laughs> niggas want to fuck JT. They do. Hellcat, this is SRT. Script, script, pull up. G-Wag, 6-3. Make little Uzi want to say, ooh-wee. You want a menage with a new body? He ain't been here long. It's only day three, bitch. I came from the bottom to a nigga with a diamond broke. Bitches ain't saying a thing. Period. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So JT and Lil Uzi Vert are confirmed to be together. Um, no. I don't really care. I just wanted to do that rap. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Okay. Um, but I tell you, I was practicing like Easter and insecure in the mirror. Like I, <laughs> let's, let's do. But yeah, no. Um, they're 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 confirmed now. Um, so yeah, wow. that's that's fun. Okay. I just can't. That's just such a weird looking couple. To, I just I can't imagine no Uzi yeah. with anyone. Visually, <laughs> I'm not. It's not mathing for me. Mm. <laughs> But you know, uh, because that diamond, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> powers. As I said, bitch, I came from the bottom to a nigga with a diamond. Listen, I, I put time wow. in this. I'm full track dropping in a few days. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so those are your lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh okay. I mean, no, I mean, most of it is from. Um, oh, right. <laughs> it's from the song. Uh, 
I've, the name of the song has escaped me. It's with Money Maggio and like the baby. Um, I think it said something in the remix okay. of the Seagulls. But um, I, add, I added a few little. Okay. I think it would, this would have been better if you knew what the song was yeah, in the first place. But you yeah, know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. I, I, I'm going to assume someone someone, someone knew. Knows, so someone thank knows. you. <laughs> someone will know. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like um, God. I haven't. <laughs> I was expecting a, a more like, oh my god, reaction, but your face was just uh, like, what just I was happened? like, what's happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Listen. Oh, when my oh, rap career blows, then oh, we'll be oh, laughing. Oh, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, good luck to them. Um, <laughs> in other news, <laughs> the Golden Globes happened... Um, so just wanted to shout out to my London boys, John Boyega and Daniel Kaluuya. Um, well done, big, well done to them. Uh, John won Best Supporting Actor in a Series for his role in Small Axe, which <clears throat> I did watch that episode and it was very good. I did too, yeah. Yep. And uh, Daniel won uh, Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture for his depiction of Fred Hampton in Judas and the Black Messiah, which was also a very good movie, which I mentioned last episode. So, yeah, well done. And there were a few other notable winners. I think Andra Day and some other folks. She won uh, for, like, Best Actress. I think the second, like, uh, woman to win that award. Uh, Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was for, I think it was Billie Holiday versus... Yeah, the US versus Billie Holiday. There we go. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, she is an unreal singer, um, but I did not know that she could act, so well done to her. Yeah, big, big ups. Um, there's this there's this guy also who does, um, I don't know if you've seen them, he does these TikToks where, I think he works in, like, a nursery or something, Um and there are these kids and he just has like little interviews with them. And he's like, Jabria, are yeah, you smart? She's like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I friggin, I love it. <laughs> yes. I love Jabria, Jabria's yeah, my fave. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> oh, she's my favorite album. She's so yeah. sweet. They had, um, they had a video, um, he had a video for like um, the, the Golden Globes. And then at the end, there was a bit like, honestly, it made me tear up. He was just like, um, who is Chadwick Boseman? And then all the kids were like, the Black Panther. Mm. And I, mm. oh, the t- mm. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was so yeah. sweet. But then they were like, who's Mel Street? And they were like, so a person who works normally. It's like, where do the royal family live? Like, they live in the rainforest. Like, yes, yes, sweetie, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, oh no, we'll, we'll get to it later. Um, but just on mm. on like the whole Golden Globes thing, did you see that video of Doctor mm. Umar? Yeah. <laughs> oh my days. Ah. Oh. This oh, guy, he's oh, funny. Geez. He's just ridiculous. He's so stupid. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like I, and I've said this before. On like, I've said this to people. Like mm. I. His he's just a it's hard because you know when someone is just like says stuff that's kind of like dumb and very meme worthy Mm. but at the same time you don't want to like in using these memes you don't want to give the impression that you're like legitimizing them as a person and so like Mm. I'll always say like Mm. in terms of what he actually says like I do not take Dr. Umar seriously at all like I think he you know says some really kind of problematic and like toxic stuff like also a lot of homophobia Mm. and like transphobic shit and just typical kind of hotepi shit 
Um, mm-hmm. But the nigga's funny and just the stuff he says is just like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, so he mm-hmm. was talking about, um, I think someone might have asked him about like what he thought about Daniel Kaluuya playing Fred Hampton. And <laughs> so he basically said that, um, you know, if he has a Pan-African spirit, then, you know, that's fine. But if he's just like a black British trying to make some money, then I have a problem. And then he was like, maybe he's on some black British tribalism. And then he said, you know, in interviews, I've heard him emphasizing that British accent and it's concerning to me because that is a colonizer tongue. And that's not, that's the tongue that, you know, you got when the British colonized your homeland of Uganda, as he said. And I was just kind of like, (laughs) there's just the level. So basically I'm like, you're calling this guy a coon because he has Mm. an accent. And secondly, like, nigga, you are speaking with an American accent. Like, where do you think, like, they don't speak like that back home. So what? Exactly, exactly. The 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 hypocrisy. (laughs) Dissonance. Mate, it it just made no sense. Like, what do you mean emphasizing a British accent? That's his He's from London. <laughs> that's his accent. That's what we sound emph- like. That's not emphasizing. You speak the way you speak, for one. If he was like, yes, I'm... But like, Daniel sounds like... He literally sounds like... Yeah. He sounds like Mandem. Yeah. Like, if he was like, oh, like, yeah. you know, um, I'm very honoured to be that'd playing be, this role. Yeah, like, that'd be different. But yeah. Like, he would just speak it's, how it's he how he speaks. speaks. Like, would you prefer he just, what, carried on speaking like Fred Hampton? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then, yeah, the hypocrisy of saying, you know, you speak in a bit like... Colonizers tongue. Tongue, like, yeah. You're not speaking a Ugandan language yourself, mate. Like, you are speaking <laughs> English. It didn't make any sense. It was just, I mean, again, your this is why I'm not. <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> his is Kaluuya. And he said his name, he pronounced his name wrong as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, that us. Um, <laughs> as someone who also has a colonizer surname, like, you can't be. <laughs> right. Trust me. Uh, and I just got frustrated. Like, I just want him to know how stupid he is. Like, that's that's what mm. annoyed me. Like, I don't want him to think like he did something there, you know? Like, I really hope that at least one of the comments got to him and he was like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> but, you know. I, I, I very much yeah, doubt it, uh, but we can hope. <laughs> we can hope. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. But for that one, um, did you... I had mixed feelings about this. Did you see the the um, Lil Nas X um, Takashi Six Nine thing? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> what did What did you think about that? Hmm. So, this is the thing. Um, I don't believe in out in people. <laughs> yeah, as a DM, I agree. <laughs> 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 no, just, as as you know, um, from whatever stance you want to take from it, I I believe it is like a a violent act to do. However, if you know that you are DL or, you know, your sexuality isn't out there and potentially you don't want it out there, the last thing you should be doing is moving mad with someone you tried mm. to hit up mm. or some booty. Now, that doesn't actually make sense. And so mm. while I don't I don't condone out on people, but at the same time what did you think was going to happen? Like, why did you think he was going to honor your secret <laughs> after you're coming for him? Um, so yeah, I had mixed feelings. Um, like, I don't, I don't hate Lil Nas X for doing it, and I feel mm. like it, it's mm. more like as a general rule, I feel like it's wrong. But in mm. that particular situation, I can mm. look at that and be like, meh, context, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can find peace with this. Yeah. Mm. yeah yeah i think, think i'm like 
I think I'm pretty much where you're at. Like mm. as a general rule of thumb, I think it's wrong to out people. Mm. Um, but yeah, in certain situations. And I feel like I tend to look at things in terms of like the harm principle and stuff. So if like, say you had someone who's like uh, a politician who's like, incredibly anti-gay and is like uh-huh. um, passing yeah, anti-gay yeah, yeah, legislation yeah, yeah. which is like mm-hmm. actively harming people and they're mm-hmm. on the deal if someone outs them in that situation mm-hmm. I'm not gonna come for that person because I'm like this is someone who's like actively perpetuating harm if it's yeah, just someone yeah. being like homophobic kind of mm-hmm. there or whatever or mm-hmm. if it's someone who's just kind of just there and not necessarily mm-hmm. homophobic but just like there mm-hmm. I think outing is like wrong and you shouldn't do it so mm-hmm. <clears throat> in this context yeah, he just I just don't understand. Literally, like you said, like why would you promote mm. someone when you know you've literally been in his DMs? Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> and you know Lord Nas X, like he's the king of the internet. So even yeah, the way he yeah, did, yeah. I can't like I did crack up. <laughs> and the song does of... slap as well. <laughs> it's just with the mask and stuff and it's the dancing. And it's Takashi Six Nine as well, and like I can't stand that guy. So yeah. there's also a lack of sympathy on that front. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was like either or on it um yeah pretty much like you said i'm not gonna like it's just stupid like it's like that whole classic oh the gay bully (laughs) and Mm, then like what did you think that Lil Nas X would just be like oh but maybe he lets me (laughs) it's like um, sex education with Eric yeah and Adam yeah yeah, but it wasn't (laughs) because he didn't even answer DMs anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah he hit him up twice and just got aired I mean, mm. I mean ugh, mm. that guy looks like he looks like he hasn't washed in like three years. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I was I actually was getting queer vibes from him. <laughs> he does love aliens from my days, like List, those, wigs. wigs. those wigs. Those wigs. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet. Someone said like Little Nas X and Takashi Six Nine are like two ends of like the gay barb spectrum, and I fucking <laughs> lost it. <laughs> so you know good luck i mean yeah he's denied it all over so you know god bless um in like fun i guess quirky well not fun i don't know so Mm. i I found out do you know who slow tie is yeah (laughs) yeah 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 so i literally only found out about this guy like a few weeks ago my friend um mentioned him and said yeah he said like he really liked his music and stuff so i was like okay i'll check him Mm. out and then I saw an mm-hmm. article about him like the other week. And basically <laughs> he was um, in a video with, um, I think it's a chicken shop date, um, that YouTube series with Amelia. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he basically said that he's vowing to stop spitting in the mouths of fans to help slow the pandemic. <laughs> um, so, so I was like, ask if he would continue to spit in fans' mouths at live shows mm-hmm. once things reopen. He replied, no, I ain't spitting in no more mouths now. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> thank you, sir, for your service. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> Make this man our health secretary. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, I saw that headline and I was like, wait, what? And then I read the article. Did you? And I was like, oh yeah, no, that that's yeah, that's exactly the headline was exactly that. Did you watch the video? Yeah, I did. Oh my gosh, I screamed! <laughs> I screamed! <laughs> I mean, let's just have the conversation. How do you feel about oh, no. <laughs> Have we, have I not? Oh, I feel like maybe in a previous, I've, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not with it. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm not with it. I just, I, I can't, I, I, I know people are like, eh, but when you kiss me, something like that. You're not it's like, different. literally like, yeah, sp- yeah it's different. Yeah. Don't do that. It's, it's different. It's different. It's different. Mm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not with it. I can't. Maybe yeah, we have no, spoken no, about this. Cause yeah. 
like I, but I don't want it. And I don't want to do it either. <laughs> yeah, likewise, likewise. Yeah. Oh God, it's just there's a uh, there's a movie um, disobedience with uh, Rachel Wise, who I friggin' love, and um, mm. Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the name. The girl from the Notebook, mm-hmm. Regina George. Uh, yeah. So basically, it's like two Jewish girls and stuff, and they like you know they had a thing when they were kids and then the girl goes away and she comes back and then they rekindle this thing and obviously like it's taboo and everything the other girl's married and there's this one like they have this one sex scene which is like I mean yeah it's it's hot and Rachel Wise like I've fancied Rachel Wise since I was like seven years old like she's beautiful um but there's one scene where like during the sex scene where like she spits in her mouth and instantaneously I was like like it just it turned me off so it's like, no, no, I no. Just, it's just not this me. is taboo. This is the sin. Like, there is a place. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is a place. I'm not saying it's like, but like, <laughs> it's not. I mean, look, no king shaming. I mean, yeah, do, do what you do, want in it. You know, For me good. personally, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but, but spitting in, like, because I read the article that was like, mm. the con- like the background of it. And yeah, apparently it was like at some concert and, um, yeah. A fan like asked like oh sign. yeah a fan said like yeah I need you to spit in my mouth <laughs> and so oh, he's like, okay. like he literally just clasped her mouth and just went, oh like, nah 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 and his little smile on his face as he walked away yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh but then like no, he's no. very much of that like you know where the rappers who are rock stars like London that kind of vibe. Mm. Like grungy, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 mm. yeah. But no, these, yeah, I've, thanks, I guess. But I was also like, why didn't you vow to do this last year? Why is this only now? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, many a question. Um, but yeah, you know, um, Godspeed. Mm. Um, so, okay. So like, ugh, I never thought I'd have to speak so much about the Royals. Um <laughs> within right. such a, a span of time <laughs> but it's just every fucking every day there's oh something there's something new it's hilarious like so, you know how like on podcasts like they they yeah. have like certain you know celebrities that if something happens with them they will just always speak about them <laughs> like Andreen it's like Beyonce it's like Lil yeah. Lucy <laughs> it's like you know <laughs> and yeah like it just seems <laughs> But like they're just doing so much that you can't not talk about it. Yeah. So um so where do we even start? So I mean, okay, so if I just give a quick update on um Nosferatu, mm. I mean Prince Philip. Uh <laughs> so he's fine now. Uh no. <laughs> he yeah, he'd been treated for an infection and moved to St. Bart's, but um yeah, apparently he had a successful procedure and he's all good oh. i still oh. need to see a video of that man holding today's right. newspaper before i believe anything <laughs> but um apparently he's well um <laughs> yeah um so as of today i hope i don't know if we'll hopefully we'll finish recording in time um so the oprah interview mm. with harry and megan is tonight and yeah we're gonna get the tea apparently um and the palace has been scrambling they came like regina george with the burn book (laughs) and they were like she did this 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 (laughs) leaking the times was coming like tmz Mm. and like Mm. obviously the story about an aide saying that she was a bully and you know she wore these diamonds from um the crown prince of saudi arabia after he 
um, after the murder of Jamal Khashoggi and you know that shows that she endorses the murder of journalists in Saudi Arabia and you know unlike the queen who doesn't have crown jewels from any other country um, it's or have even like interacted with the Saudis you know not like we sell arms to them or anything like it's just Megan um, it's a mess <laughs> and it's like you're telling me that this is the first instance of bullying ever at Buckingham Palace or Kensington or whatever palace you've got. No, because like I say every week, I've been watching the crowd <laughs> and I know Margaret has been bullying them, them uh, people in your house. I know Prince Philip has been bullying them people in your house. Also, I have it on good authority <laughs> because I, you know, I'm not a massive James Corden fan. In fact, I don't like the guy. But he did a oh, very yeah, good yeah. interview with Prince with Harry. Harry. And yeah, he's trying yeah. to ask him, what do you think about the crowd? Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Prince Harry was like, well, you know, it's fiction. But, you know, this space needs to be around the truth. And it does, you know, quite mm. well. Well, I think I'm progressing a little bit. But he says it betrays the kind of life and how everything has to fall beside the crown. Like, nothing comes above the crown or family or friends. So yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. So it's all facts. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what I took away from that interview. So yeah, you, you ain't telling me Megan was the first person to bully any motherfucker in that place. Fuck off. But then what is bullying? Because you know yeah, how yeah. they love to throw that word around with black exactly. women. Exactly. Apparently like, it's just some sort of like email that yeah, I Yeah, she emailed I at like 5am or can something. You find it? I, I can't. I can't. I know it is. <laughs> but I heard something about like she was emailing them at like 5 a.m. or something. And yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and? It's a full time job. There's a um, friggin' uh, Raina, Quaker Raina on Twitter. I, I, I love Raina just in general. Um, she And she also stands Meghan Markle, which kills me. Um, she was just kind of like, if she was bullying people at the palace, that would make me like her more because I too would bully people. <laughs> I yeah. would bully harder. Yeah, what they call them, courtiers or whatever. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, you know, if they're like normal lay people, whatever, whatever. But yeah, again, yeah. like this whole what bullying actually means, I am skeptical. Mm. And yeah. the fact that this is all coming out now, like in anticipation for this interview, the fact that, did you watch the um that, the Queen's speech this afternoon? Yeah, I did. It's the whole Commonwealth thing. Did you? I didn't, yeah, I, did, I didn't watch I it. I watched a little bit. It was just annoying. And like, I'm sorry, I am a little bit disappointed in any person of colour I to find that charade. Oh my days. Like, freaking, what are you doing, Leanna? Ugh, come on. <laughs> like, you didn't need to do that. No, nah, I wasn't happy about that. I wasn't happy with the freaking, um, the choir who did like, Bob Mar- like a Bob Marley medley ma- mashup with like the background drummers <laughs> like it was just a mess and it just like it just didn't feel right I didn't like the optics of all these people of color being used as tools to mm. like you know oh look how we all come together look how they all play drums look at my me. black friends yeah, like, <laughs> that I colonized yeah, no, like even more like just looking at that it's like we know the games you play. We've watched the crowd, okay? You know how you leak shit. <laughs> I love that you keep referring to the crown as like your source of intel. <laughs> it really is. I mean, you know what I love about the crown as well? Like, my history is just so shit. So like, I don't actually know the things that are coming. Like, besides, you know, knowing that Prince, um, like Diana and Prince Charles, 
like they were gonna fall out. <laughs> like besides that, I didn't see a lot of this shit coming. Like I, I didn't know like the king abdicated the throne. I didn't know that. Um, I mean, I knew a bit about Thatcher, but like not as much as I should. <laughs> so like literally things happened. I was like, hey, what? So yeah. <laughs> well, that, mm. as someone who has studied <laughs> history and British politics, it's fun. It's um, yeah. the, the way people just I think yeah, the times so people are like oh like spoilers like this is literally just like what has <laughs> happened. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, yeah, I look forward to it. I shall be watching the interview. Um, I hear it's going to be like two hours long. Um, So yeah, I'm going to be there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be there. Yeah, if, if, just, this, uh, if this, this week's thing, episode yeah. is late, you know why. It's because we were watching. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, good on Harry. Um, And yeah, and like I've seen, I saw a, a clip of his from an interview like years ago. And again, it's like when like coming back to this whole thing and people thinking like, oh, it's because of Megan that, you know, he's decided to leave and, you know, she's manipulating him and whatever. Like this guy's yeah. hating England from, from day. Yeah. Like he said from yeah. jump, I do not mm. like it here. I don't like you people. He was in the army. He said like the media mm-hmm. was like awful. And mm-hmm. like, he saw the way they treated mm-hmm. their mother, his mother. Yeah. He's not been about yeah. England. He's wanted to be out of here. So <laughs> Meg, I think was really just an excuse to be like, I mm. peace out. Mm. I'm out. Because it's bad vibes here. It's such bad vibes. So, God, Godspeed. Um, this is why he's still got his, his hairline, unlike the other one. You're right. Um, <laughs> adulterer. Um, <laughs> so I don't know why Charles still got hair, because... <laughs> Me. Yeah, Charles has got more hair than William, hasn't he? Gosh. Um... So, um, I guess I just wanted to briefly mention this because I, I just thought it was funny. Mm. Well, okay, this first part isn't funny. So, Lady Gaga um, had her dog stolen um, and the person walking the dogs at the time was shot. Last I've checked, I think they're in hospital and they're like, they're doing okay. Mm. But yeah, her dogs were stolen um, and she was offering a $500,000 reward um, no for the asked. dogs. <laughs> yeah, no questions asked. Um <laughs> Which was like, okay, like they fair, she like some massive sting operation. <laughs> 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 like, I can just imagine Lady Gaga sitting in some chair, like, got it. Yeah, so she was like, yeah, for, to give me, bring me my dog. Um, like, RuPaul, bring me my girls. Bring yeah. me my dogs. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, Azealia Banks said that she would offer $750,000 for Gaga's She said that's nothing. I'll double it. <laughs> bit, um, bit less than double, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> idiomatic, bitch. I, yeah, 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 sorry, sorry. There's a mass shooter in it. Um, I, you know, I was reading the article and there's a line that killed me. So Azealia, she was just going on with this whole rant, you know, as she does whatever. Mm. But she said that, how does she know, how does she even know the dogs want to be her dogs? <laughs> and it fucking <laughs> killed me. <laughs> oh my God. I, like, I was just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's just so bizarre. It's like, right. what? Yeah. I mean, but she, she was kind of like, 
you know, she's like, you do realize your dog walker got shot, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, everyone was like, because the headline was literally like Lady Gaga's dog stolen. And they were like, what about the guy who got yeah. shot? <laughs> like, I think in the chest, like, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I was a bit like, hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, uh, that's sad. I hope she gets her puppies back. Um, yeah. I hope she gets them before it's even done. <laughs> <laughs> they're not cats, so they'll be safe. <laughs> oh my god. I'm joking. Is I'm joking. <laughs> um, friggin', uh, oh god, did you see that list she did the other day of um, yeah, she celebrities did. she that likes? Really my heart. I saw Kid Fury liked it. Like, oh <laughs> <laughs> he would, he would. But yeah, she's, I just thought it was bizarre. Um, state of affairs. Um, Another bizarre <clears throat> state of affairs. Mm. Um, I just, we need to be let out immediately. Mm. So um, from Sprinkle Cake to Monkeys, um, <laughs> there's a guy on the timeline who was selling monkeys. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Man had, and everyone was like, these look endangered like where one where did you get them from and two like the thought of someone like going to purchase the monkey and carrying them in like a Sainsbury's bag <laughs> he was selling them for 5k each and it was just <laughs> and this is the same guy who like got into the whole sprinkle cake debacle last year what? um that ended up in oh did you i don't think you were on twitter at the time no. um so basically, as I, if I recall correctly, mm. last year there was um, this guy, I think his name is, his at is like Y Bleach or whatever. And yeah. he was like selling sprinkle cake, but he was, I can't remember how much he was charging, but people were like, that's an extortionate <laughs> amount of money for sprinkle cake. Maybe it was like 20 quid or something. Mm. Um, they were like, that's way too expensive mm. for sprinkle cake. Da, 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 da. <laughs> and then it just became, became like this whole thing. And everyone was like, you know, sprinkle cake is killing my people. <laughs> and then people start look, started looking at his old tweets and they dragged up a bunch of like, I think he says like some colorish shit or just kind of like some just problematic shit. Yeah, as you do. Um, And then that kind of led to like a mass purging. I remember this was like quite early in first lockdown and that led to like loads of kind of UK influencers having their old tweets kind of gone through and just getting like dragged and stuff. So like, I think Chunks, Nella Rose, a bunch of other people got like their old stuff exposed. Yeah, yeah, literally that was the first moment was like, people have got time. (laughs) This pandemic is going to... It's going to finish everybody. So, yeah, mm. it's monkeys. I right. I need to. I'll, I'll I'll add a picture to like the the <laughs> the recommended reading because it's just just the two monkeys. Their faces as well. They just look so like <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> like even like the preceding tweet was like you know like okay, time to get your money up, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is not how you do it. My days, you go to jail. Nah, man. Did you not watch Tiger King? <laughs> Mate, what are we doing, George? Nah. <laughs> but, but apparently he sold them. What? So I want to know who, who in end is walking around with monkeys. Oh, my days. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm crying. <sighs> <laughs> I oh dear um, <laughs> so in terms of <clears throat> if I got anything else that's interesting here um, <clears throat> that, <laughs> so I watched um, 
I tried to watch, sorry, um, Ginny and Georgia. Oh, I think that's the show. I did not. Because <laughs> I saw... Yeah, no, don't don't bother. First of all, like, I, I started it and I saw, like, the episodes were, like, an hour and I was like, you lot take this. <laughs> but I mainly wanted to watch it because of that curse clip that I saw yeah, on the timeline. Yeah. Um, Oppression Olympics, <laughs> let's go! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I Battle of the Biracials oh, was like, man. the girls are fighting! <laughs> it was so chaotic. Oh, I was like, what is going <laughs> on here? This man said that. What did he say? You was like, uh, um, I don't see you pounding jerk chicken, and so and so can twerk better than you, and da da da. And then she right. was like, she said, she said, oh, I'm she sure she said he was bad at math. Did she say that she, he was I bad at math? Like, I mean, this week of the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I watched. I went and like. I didn't watch the whole series because I was like, I'm not going to do oh. this. But I skipped to that episode oh. and like skipped to that point because I was trying to get the context. So apparently they were like, they're, they're a couple and they had to do some sort of like speech or something for their class. Oh. And then he like did like a normal speech. And then she did this whole like spoken word, like biracial girl thing. Um, oh. No shade. Um, and she like, she as she was delivering it, like the whole class like stood up and clapped and she was like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> and then the teacher said that her boyfriend won. And so she was vexed oh, and she was basically okay. like, you know, I deserve to win it. Yeah. And he was like, you know, you did kind of do a bit because basically the teacher said that she did too much. And he was like, mm-hmm. I mean, you did kind of do too much. And then she just basically went into this whole like, you know, like I'm black and you know, the the things, you know, the how they look at black women and da, da, da. And then he was like, oh, you know, oh yeah, she was saying that the teacher was racist. And then he was like, but like, mm. I'm not whole like fully white so obviously he can't be like fully mm. racist which was like okay because uh, <laughs> her boyfriend's half Taiwanese um and then she was like oh but like you're you're closer in proximity to whiteness than I am and then he was like between the two of us we make a whole white person and then they were just going back and forth and just it was so silly. yeah and he was like because you're Asian you're you know closer to whiteness and da, da, da. and it was just like who wrote this what? Well, I believe it was two white ladies. Was it? <laughs> yeah, I saw a tweet like, okay, that explains it. Um, I, I refuse to believe any self-respect. self-respect I would really hope. colour was in the room. I would really hope. that was written, my goodness. It was... <sighs> It was just very chaotic. Um, but that show also, um, they had, I didn't watch this scene, but apparently there was like a line where I think the girl was saying to her mum, like, you go through men faster than Taylor Swift. And then Taylor Swift, like, clapped back. <laughs> no, I need to find the tweet. I need to find the tweet. It was hilarious. Hang on. <laughs> it was basically the white woman version of like, but BLM right. Um, wait, let me find this. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the line was like, why do you care? You go through men faster than Taylor Swift. And then Taylor posted it and she was like, hey, Ginny in Georgia, 2010 called and, it's wa- and it wants its lazy, deeply sexist joke back. How about we stop degrading? <laughs> Actually, wait, no, sorry, I'm doing my Taylor. Um, how about we stop degrading hardworking women by defining this horseshit as funny? Also, at Netflix, after Miss Americana, this outfit doesn't look cute on you. Heartbreak emoji. Happy Women's History Month, I guess. And I was sent. It was... <laughs> It was like, but happy Women's History Month, I guess. It was literally like, but BLM, I guess, vibes. Right. Um, <laughs> I was like, damn. She was like, I'm one of y'all. Played <laughs> <laughs> in the water. Mm. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> nah, nah, that show was a... Oh, no. 
yes. I saw this one scene apparently where the girl the vibrate, like, discovers uh, uh, the toothbrush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the toothbrush. Even me, I know you don't use the bristle Bru- end. You're going to scratch your shit off. <laughs> right off. My goodness. So it's like, wait, two women wrote this? <laughs> like. This is just, yeah, yeah. I mean, Netflix just keeps on shining out the duds. I mean, the very successful <laughs> money-making duds. Yeah. I, good luck to everyone involved. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Just last super quick thing. I just thought it was funny that um, oh. Camila Caballo, apparently she went to racial healing sessions um, after, so you remember she got As exposed. In. It's basically rehab for racists. So right. like, <laughs> after like she got exposed a few years ago for like some old Tumblr yeah. posts where she was like saying nigger uh-huh. and just saying a bunch of like problematic shit. And then she apologized. Yeah. She's not, I was young, whatever, whatever. And then people still yeah. call her like, you know, racist and stuff. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the quote, what did she say? She's like, you get corrected, you have homework and you learn. That's how you move forward. Now I know better so I can do better. So um, <laughs> just, the, just the title racial healing sessions just like sent me. Healing <laughs> who? We're, we're all healing together. Like she's healing her <laughs> entrenched anti-blackness, and you know, <laughs> the community is also healing. Um, I, I don't know. I just because yeah. racist yeah. school doesn't have quite the same ring to it. That's the <laughs> yeah. It's rebranding, racial healing. You know. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's about it for for this week. Um, oh yeah, congrats, um, Victoria Monet for her baby um, Hazel. Oh, um, very cute, lovely. Um, oh. But yeah, um, that's it, man. Okay, uh, so just to add more chaos to the episode uh, <laughs> again, while we were editing, we just this is an emergency broadcast. Okay, like mm. the interview done. dropped. And we couldn't put out this episode without passing our comments on it. So we decided to do a quick little, what are we calling it? Um, addendum? <laughs> <laughs> addendum, yes. Yeah. Emergency commentary. Yeah, to, <clears throat> to the sensational, scandalous, <laughs> groundbreaking interview. Woo! Ooh, Lordy. Mean, S, do you want to take us away? Bruh. <laughs> what does... I was just thinking, what, how do we even, like, get into this? Okay, can I just... Can mm. we just talk about just the, the bits that absolutely sent me about this interview mm-hmm. first before, like, the serious stuff? Yeah. Um. So if we just start with um, the interviewer herself, Oprah was killing me. Her <laughs> facial expressions, the hand gestures, the... Yeah. The yep. the what? The hold up. Wait a minute. The excuse bring back, me. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. The circling round. The lean in, the chin stroke. It was mm-hmm. I there's a reason Oprah like the gifts the of Oprah are Yeah. There's a reason. There's a reason. I am I was dying. I was dying. Um also love the fact that she brought up the crown. Oh <laughs> which, I was living. That said me. Like and then both of them were me. like, Yeah, yeah, we kinda watched it. Like it, I swear it could have been me. It could have been me. Because literally the second they were like, Oh yeah, like um, you know, after Australia, I was like, the crown, the crown, Donna. Like I was seeing the parallels. And then she was like, Look, y'all, I watch the crown. Do y'all watch the crown? <laughs> and I tell you right now, they were like, oh yeah, we've seen bits. We've seen bits. I'm telling you right now, 
they've seen it all they have seen oh yeah 100 100 i mean at least megan definitely has mm-hmm, definitely mm-hmm. definitely mm. um so that killed me um the fact that uh tyler perry's wigs have finally done some good in the world <laughs> right um absolutely sent me and just the idea of the royal family knowing I forgot about that. who medea is right i as soon as she i mean i already knew because this story came out like yeah, a yeah, few yeah. months ago that mm. they were staying with tyler and that mm. killed me then but when she brought it up and obviously they had like the clips yeah. of tyler perry on the red yeah. carpets i was screaming <laughs> Medea i was like listen i am gonna refuge. run up listen Medea's done some good in the world i'm gonna run i'm gonna be playing why did i get married why did i get married too i will watch acrimony again the book be damned like i'm finna stream all his films because mm. tyler mm. You know what? I know we say you hate black women, and you know what? You really do give the impression you do in these yeah, films, but, but in this one case, you've you've done through, bits, you've done well. Through. So <laughs> thank you, mm. thank you for that. Mm, um, you, and also, just last thing, um, yeah, I just the fact that the first black princess had to be the one to marry a broke nigger from the royal family <laughs> was upsetting to me. <laughs> Mate, they are broke, broke. <laughs> or they were. I mean, well, yeah, it was I mean, their version of broke. It was peak for It was peak for so for surfing and thing. <laughs> mad, mad. Um, Have you seen but yeah, this video circulating of um, basically- Which one? When, you know, Harry and Meghan met Beyonce at the Lion King premiere. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Try to secure a job for, and I think yeah. he did because then yeah. didn't she like do a voiceover yeah. for some she's elephant got like a voiceover thing? Yeah. Yeah, rent yeah, yeah, rent was due. Rent was due. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> you had to collect the coins. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was. Um, oh, sorry. Final last thing that killed me in terms mm. of um, the reaction to the interview. Mm. I don't know if you've seen this clip from um, the View and Meghan McCain. That one. Oh, she was basically <laughs> she was talking about, you know, the success of the the American um experiment and you know, Megan is finishing what George Washington started and you know, taking down monarchy. What? And then it just goes to Whoopi and Whoopi just swallows and she's like, <laughs> Okay. And I <laughs> die. <laughs> <laughs> recommended reading recommended reading recommended reading now the, the me- whoopee's face she was just like leaning back in her thing just like and it's the swallow you can vi- like audibly you can hear her swallow on the mic and she's like okay i mean <laughs> like that it's like miss juicy always it's like mad. okay did you see those space buns yeah. in her head the other day honestly looking like chun lee it's <laughs> chun lee gone wrong it's not it it's not mm-hmm, it um mm-hmm. but yeah that that was um those were the funny things mm-hmm. um about this whole ordeal uh but yeah no let's let's get into the main tea so let's what were you what were you saying i mean my main takeaway from the whole interview was they really tried to kill the good sis megan i'm sorry they did they did because we've been saying that <laughs> you've been saying that. goodness my goodness like for me the thing was just like the the parallels between her case and Diana's case, like mm. legit back from Australia, you know, that was like a massive trip for them. Like seeing um, Megan shining, that was when Diana was shining. Like, mm. yeah. and then the reaching out for help, the crying out for help, the being stuck indoors and not being yeah. able to oh, do anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, it's just, it's crazy. And like, this is why I say the crown is facts because like <laughs> everything that she was going through, we've seen it in the crown, the tactics that they were pulling, these bullying. And I just love how quickly that bullying, like that thing didn't 
like cold water at all. Like, yeah, who even no. cares about that anymore? Did they really think I was going to do something <laughs> after this? <laughs> but um, yeah. Like, she should have. If she did, she should have bullied harder, as I said mm, before. Honestly. But yeah, like I, I fully stand with Meg. Um, mm-hmm. I, and it just, you know what? Because even I was actually surprised at how much that I was like, swear down. Because I really mm. thought that it was a bombshell. I thought they just dropped it mm. like, yo, they, I thought they announced it on Instagram yeah, and then yeah, the queen yeah. found out. We through, thought that they were just like, like the queen was just scrolling through her phone. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> Philip, you've seen this. <laughs> but yeah. Totally, like, that man is dead. <laughs> but yeah. The- <laughs> they really bent over backwards. They did like yeah, as much as yeah. they could to make it work. And yeah, they, they just, they weren't here for it. So. Mm. Yeah. Uh, just, it's crazy like the fact that she was like yeah she asked for help and she was having Mm, these mm. suicidal thoughts like Mm -hmm. during like while she was pregnant which is an incredible like that's I can't even I can't even imagine Mm. and yeah it just made me I mean what could one even say like it's they fumbled their bag like Mm -hmm. if these people Mm -hmm. weren't so fucking racist Mm. they could have just let I mean obviously not everyone was going to buy this um, speaking for me but they could have just let, you know, this um, biracial girl, like, marry into mm-hmm. this family, you know, mm-hmm. be the, the duchess, whatever. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't be in line to the throne. Or, like, Harry wouldn't be king unless, you know, uh, his brother and father and whatever died or whatever. So, like, they, the would ever, they wouldn't ever be... <laughs> and the kids, yeah. yeah. So they wouldn't ever be in power, really. They mm-hmm. could just be there. And they could be the sign of, oh, you mm-hmm. know, look, the royal family is keeping up to date with the times and maybe kind of keep their um, relevancy in some way. But no, they, they fumbled the bag and mm-hmm. they effectively pushed, pushed these people out. For what reason? Like, yeah. this girl literally did Mm-hmm. everything when mm. she said she was like up like trying to memorize the the national anthem right. like girl no one knows who knows the national anthem it doesn't hit it doesn't slap yeah. i don't fucking know it's it not, it's not, man. i know more of the star spangled banner than i do of, um national some, anthem. some riffs you can chuck in there like, you actually can't do much <laughs> yeah whitney of, houston no, did you can't it do yeah, much of national, national yeah no shit. it's dead up it's dead up <laughs> not not a big fan um yeah and just like you know, obviously William and Kate being like mental health advocates and stuff and Kate being the one to make joke. her cry and not right, saying anything right. in classic white woman um, behavior. That, that shocked me. That, that yeah. my Did it? Did it? Yeah. Like I just like, I've thought that just so much was just fabricated and I thought there was never, ever any shred of truth in any of these like tabloid stories. So to find out that actually, no, it was true, but it was the other way around. Like that mm. blew my mind. Like over all this, a dress. Over a dress. <laughs> <laughs> like, was like, yeah, that bit was cute. <laughs> but, um, yeah, nah, like I, I genuinely just thought it was one of these things where it's like, you know, oh, they, they say that Rihanna and Beyonce are beefing and blah, 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 sources. Like I thought it was just like that. I mean, I, I you know, I, Megan says she forgives Kate. And that they've they've st- <laughs> <I don't. laughs> she says they've settled it woman to woman. So I ain't finna drag Kate too much, but definitely the rest of these guys like trash, 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 trash. Can't believe it. His dad is a deadbeat. Like mm. cut him off, not taking right, his not calls. taking his calls, bro. I. When Harry was saying all of this, I was like, oh, your daddy ain't shit either. Like, what's up? Welcome, <laughs> welcome, brother. Matting. Mad. Mm. I mean, we know Charles ain't shit, but like, the, the like, not it, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. and you could tell, like, looking at him, like, he, 
looks and which is why like i mean i was getting annoyed at times when especially with like the comment about archie skin tone where he refused to like say who it was i was like bro like name the names like come on but Mm. like yeah thinking about it like he obviously he does still look hurt and these are still like members of his family and stuff and obviously it's gonna be hard to say to like drag your family on such a public platform i get it Mm. um but like the 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 uh, that that was one thing that spun me the archie thing because Mm. first of all taking away his title his protection all that shit and megs as well Mm. and then the comment about and we'll come back to this because like there are several things that've come up from like um, mm. the aftermath of this interview mm. but the fact that Meg said that there were concerns about his skin tone right. not just conversation concerns yeah, 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 yeah. of this baby who is what a quarter black mm. his mother is light and bright mm-hmm. and his dad is <laughs> a pale ginger mm-hmm. I know, like, you know, jeans, they can do a mad thing sometimes. Like, you know, uh, Tandy Newton's daughter. She ain't never like, have you seen a her? dark child. <laughs> Wait, sorry, <laughs> but, like who? But like, yeah, that baby was not Tandy Newton. Oh, what? As in? Have you seen her daughter? No. The actress. Check, look, look look her up. Um, But yeah, no, that, that kid, she's she's a quarter black. And she, like, the Negro jeans, like, spread oh, really? to that one. Because, yeah, she's got the hair. Oh, like, she's okay. quite tan. Like, she looks, she looks black. Like, she looks like she could be half black. Right. Um, but um, yeah, like obviously Meg's baby was not going to come out like the fucking Wesley Snipes. So I, <laughs> like that baby's Caucasian. We've seen Archie, like that baby's white as hell. Um, so just the fact that they were that pressed, mm. <laughs> yeah. it's mad. Yeah, It's mad. I mean, I'm just hoping that that bouncing baby girl that comes out yeah. <laughs> when Oprah yeah, was yeah. like, you're having a daughter. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm just hoping that girl comes out with girls. <laughs> like, I just want the, I mean, the, the Negro uh, to come out. I, I want it. But um, They'll kill yeah. her. I don't. <laughs> this the, mate, mate. But this thing, like, I know. the whole world is watching now. And the whole world, like I'm, I'm just so, I'm so happy about just how groundbreaking and like you know the ears got them in a frenzy, and that you know now Prince Charles is out here like you know oh, yeah. attending events with black people like he was near my ends, he was in Brent, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> all these photo opportunities and shit. But like, yeah, I feel like more and more like the veil is just being lifted because we know that the royal family ain't shit really but like Mm. it's becoming more and more apparent and you know I feel like the people who are taking the side of like the royal family and and Mm. you know I feel like they're people who you know they just hate black people anyway (laughs) like there's there's no hope for them anyway I feel like at this point it's like okay come on are you gonna really like you know which side are you gonna fall on now of this debate? They are. You know? Have you seen the polling? Yeah, it's swayed. It's swayed. wait. What you what what do you mean? As in? Well, the last the last I've seen it, like the majority of people like weren't sympathetic towards Harry and Meghan. Oh, really? It was like sixty something percent. Oh, I could have like, sworn no. I saw something that said it was like. I don't know. It might have changed since then, but this is what I've seen. Right. Um, okay. Either earlier today or yesterday, I can't remember. Yeah, well, you know, Brexit. So. I mean, Piers, Ro- <laughs> Piers Morgan lost his job. <laughs> oh, yes, you see? And that, I'm like, if that is the only victory from this, I'm happy. I am so happy. Because I, like, we haven't, I don't think we've spoken about him on this show. Um, There's a reason. I blocked that nigga time ago. I and I've, I've been telling everyone, I've had so man. much, so much peace since I blocked him. I hate that man. I really do. I can't stand him. 
everything he stands for. He thrives for. off this. He's a provocateur. That's mm, what he does. Mm. And you know what? The the dragon that has been going to Susanna Reid as well, I back it as well. Because people have been calling yeah. her yeah, yeah, yeah. Felicity Complicit. Complicity. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I hear that. I hear that. Because like, it's not every day huff <laughs> and sigh. And you know. Literally, she does that. And she's like, oh, mm. what part of me was agreeing? You know, I, I've... Mm. Nah. Literally just like, oh, oh, Piers, you know, what do you like? And have a spy, man. Have it like, I'm sorry. It's like, clearly, it's you don't up. have to be impartial to be on that show because you've got Piers Morgan. So push back a little bit. I'm sorry, I know it ain't easy, but come on. Mm-hmm. Every day he's disgracing mm-hmm. you. Every day he's over-talking you. Is that what you get up for in the morning? <laughs> to, go on, to go on TV and say nothing <laughs> and roll your eyes and raise your eyebrows? Come on, man, do better. Nah, nah. <laughs> So, it's true mm, it's true honestly mm. I hope Alex um, Beresford I hope you've eaten today sir oh, um, oh, I hope you're having a good full day. and hearty breakfast <laughs> listen I he's gathered this, this, again, up <laughs> and he's a bully because you mm. see the way he walked out like he yeah. can't he can't take what he dishes yeah. out what you literally yeah. went on national TV and said that you did not believe what this woman was saying about having suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. you, like <laughs> the brazenness like yeah yeah. What? And mm. then someone brings up the fact that rightly you're just bullying this lady because it wasn't even ghosting because you never really went out. Like you're just yeah. a weird stalker. Yeah. And I saw a tweet that killed me. It was like the fact that he put her in a cab for her to link the love of her right. life. <laughs> I know he's burning. I know he's burning. But I mean, look, Meghan Markle, Piers Morgan, like, mm. are we really like, Mate, you it's weren't not, even it was never... the frog that was kissed in Stop. order to find her. Like you literally. Please. Like... <laughs> Stop. It's, it's just so embarrassing. Mm. And just like, when um, they had Dr. Shola on and like shout out to like Dr. Shola and like Kalechi yes. and all their man yes. who've been going on recently. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. big, big shout out. But <clears throat> when she was on and he was just getting red faced and like screaming mm-hmm. and like, you know, if you're going to talk this way about our queen and d-. he tried and it. Again, he this tried is, it. He tried he it. She and she was just like, you be quiet. <laughs> she was yeah. like, you listen to me. I loved it. I was, she yes, was just auntie, like, can you I tell him? And I can't even lie. Yeah. It, it, like, I, from the clip I saw, it Loki was imbalanced and like she was doing way more <laughs> talking than him and damn yeah, right I love damn it. right I, love I loved it. it I loved it like I she actually it. wouldn't I'm tired give of seeing him a black chance women bullied on his speak mm-hmm. as she should because <laughs> it was a taste should. of his own medicine because I'm sorry mm-hmm. that's the only way to speak to Piers Morgan because if yeah. you give him an inch he will not let you like you know get a word in edgeways so absolutely take space take space take space that's what she did mm-hmm. so um, yeah I loved it I, I, what did she say are you out of your god for a second, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Nah, run nah, it up. Run it up. Oh, um, I love that one. Yeah. No, nah, <laughs> no. Nah. But it's just like the, and this is like the part of British patriotism that just gets me because yep. just the idea mm-hmm. of just like going red in the face, like screaming, borderline, like tearing up mm. to defend this like right? ancient, outdated, right? archaic institution yeah. Yeah. of individuals who yeah. were born into privilege in this yeah. position who have done nothing to earn it yeah. and are subsidized by us. Mm-hmm. You are getting in your feelings over that. Like that is embarrassing. It, like exactly. Like, Deep your life. Literally. Like, like Deep it. literally. Like, cause I, I can understand just being like, oh yeah, that's cute. That's quaint to have a queen. But to like legit be like, God save the queen. That's our queen. We must protect her. (laughs) Why? Why? Why do you love the queen? Why? I actually don't get it. What? (laughs) She's not that lit. It blows my (laughs) mind. She's really not. It actually blows my mind. Like, why are you willing to fight for this person? (laughs) 
Like, it's, 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 it even makes less sense than like standing like a politician or something because they actually you know, do yeah. things. Yeah. Like, this is literally a person or a family, an institution who just accrues money for no damn reason. Just for the fact that they had it a long time mm-hmm. ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah, and stole it. Yeah. And, you know, on that, that's a good segue because just in terms of like <clears throat> things about this interview that made me go, hmm. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> first of all, when Harry said that, you know, he um, he didn't think about like the mixed race thing with Meghan and I was just kind of like, really? Really, mm. sis? Mm. Like mm. your family, like your family's wealth is built on plundering and like yep. colonial violence yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard your grandfather say some absolutely wild shit. You mm-hmm. yourself was wearing a Nazi costume not too long ago. There we go. The fact that race like just did not cross your mind. And that's the thing. And this is something we have to like be wary of as like black mm-hmm. people when we date whites, like mm-hmm. especially the ones who are just kind of like, oh yeah, like it's, it's like, it's not that mm-hmm. deep. It's like, like no, mm-hmm. like you need to tell me exactly yep. like, yep. how are your family? What are their stance mm-hmm. on things? Like, mm-hmm. what is your uncle going to say yeah. to me? If I, I, like, me. it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cause a lot of them, because they might not see it or they just see yeah. you as, as you. Yeah. Like that, that's cute, but like, that's yeah. not realistic and that's not how yeah. other people are going to view this relationship. So, yeah. And, you know, just on Meg, obviously like, you know, we very much are <clears throat> in support of her and mm. like, I don't want to get onto her, but at the same time, I feel like, actually both of them, I feel like they were yeah. both very naive Naivete and stuff. Naivete on both yeah. sides, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And like the idea that she didn't like research what it meant to be like joining if, the royal family and stuff. I was like, there sis. Is one, if there's one thing that I'm, there's a question mark. Mm. Like if there was any part that, you know, Piers Morgan could have maybe gone on TV and said, I don't buy it. It could have been that part. Because mm. me, I struggle to believe that you wouldn't. I mean, and maybe maybe she just, I feel like that's not a normal thing to do. I feel like normal yeah. people, if you <laughs> we know like someone on is on the internet. Let alone friggin' yeah, Unless maybe, you know, like she said, she's a celebrity. And so maybe maybe that's just something she's decided to do. Like when she's dated other celebrities, she's like, I'm not going to Google them. I'm just going to go. But, but to me, I feel like that's not a, a, a clever way to, <laughs> to approach things. Like... Mm. So I, that was, the, that's my only, you know, sort of, if you even want to call it criticism, but then yeah. she also made it herself. She said I was naive. Um, mm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't think, I, I don't know. Yeah. It clearly wasn't a smart move to not look yeah. into the family. Yeah. Um, but Should you know. at least watch the season of The Crown. Come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you, do, you don't start watching The Crown once you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And like people have, you know, I mean, since she married, like since she got engaged to Harry and stuff, there have mm. been conversations in terms of, and she even brought up, she wanted, you know, other like women of color and like black girls to like see her in this like institution yeah. and stuff. And yeah. for me personally, mm. I, do, I don't need representation <laughs> in the monarchy. Like no, I, no. I believe in abolition in terms of that institution. Mm-hmm. And was it Audrey Lord said that, um, the master's tools can never dismantle the, the master's, master's house. house. Yeah. So I, it doesn't do anything for me to see you still. And even when like, you know, they step back and we're still like, you know, representing these causes and stuff and doing work for the Royal family. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah, is still yeah, yeah. within the Commonwealth. It's still within yeah. this, you know, institution stuff. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. 
yeah, that was again another moment where I was like, mm. and yeah, even Harry kind of said like, you know, this is the great like. It, he pretty much said like this is the greatest token you could have ever got for the commonwealth <laughs> and i was just like mm, I, I don't really you know bless him i know he's 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 done and one thing i will say i liked though is that i think unfortunately megan knew that she couldn't come out and start saying race this race that race this yeah. you yeah. know <laughs> and so harry he you know did that thing that we ask you know, allies to do, mm. use your privilege to help us in these situations. And so he was the one who spoke more about race on her behalf. Um, mm. And clearly that was something that was done with, you know, with her permission. And so I, I rate yeah. that because she, yeah, she, unfortunately, she can't, she doesn't have that privilege to speak about yeah. race so openly and talk about how it was a component. She can only allude to it, you know, even yeah. when it's so clear. But, um, as much as we are in, I'm in support of like, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm in Megan's corner for this at the same time, you know, she is, it's, it's the monarchy, you know, and so that is still, it mm. comes with all of the, you know, as it should, all of the yeah. sort of historical atrocities that they've committed, mm. you know, they still have very, and Harry as well, he still has very strong ties to the military and stuff like that, yeah. which doesn't yeah. necessarily, you know, align with my kind of views. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's there, there are the yeah. several layers to it. But yeah, on, on the layers of, you know, the race of um, that, that com- component, the just like, just the humanity, like this is your family here. Mm. Like the fact that, and what's, what's hilarious is that they talk about how they're trying to like, you know, preserve values and keep tradition, but then they will also break tradition mm. because... <laughs> the black, got, the Negroes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's like also yeah, there's there's like a bit there or well, like a decent bit there in terms of just like as with whenever we have discussions about um biracial people and like mixed people mm. there, you know, you will get the people saying like, Oh, you know, like they're not black and da 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 which mm-hmm. we've kind of touched on in previous episodes. I personally yeah. don't subscribe to that and mm-hmm. I while, you know, mixed people are mixed people and you should still acknowledge that I personally Makes people, I, I, I see them as black. Unless they tell me they don't want to be identified as such, I just, I see them as black. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, of course, within that, I think, you know, we can have conversations about privilege and access and colorism because yeah. they are all, you know, relevant to that yeah. area. But, you know, I'm not going to be the one to exclude these people from blackness because yeah. at the end of the day, like, you know, whichever way you slice it, like mm-hmm. genetically or whatever, like they are black. So um, in the case of Megan, two things can be true at once. So mm-hmm. obviously, yeah, she is biracial and she said herself, like she identifies as mixed. Mm-hmm. I feel like had it not been for the fact that she was mixed and her complexion, I do not think they would have yeah. let Harry marry her. Um, but at the same time, yeah. you can't deny that. Like literally like the core of this, the core of the reason they were pushed out is anti-blackness. And it doesn't matter how mm-hmm. light skinned she is. The fact that she is half black and she has a black mum is mm-hmm. what, just grated these people so much um and obviously like the media and stuff so i feel like again now is not really the time to be doing the whole like oh but she's not even black and because like it's still it's a black issue like at the end either way at the end it doesn't matter how light-skinned she is um Mm. so yeah yeah, like two things to be true at once and on that just i just wanted to say um Mm. i was i said before you know shout out to kalechi and the man um it's just very interesting that mm. in these situations you often see, mm-hmm. you know, 
dark skinned black women kind of standing up, talking the things and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I'm not going to name any names, but uh-huh. in certain situations, um, when there are you know scenarios that don't quite fall into the lane of other individuals, they feel the need to um, take up space and speak up on these issues. Yet when situations arise like this, where we're looking at a biracial person um, yeah. and said individuals, you know, this is very much in their lane. I've been hearing Pim. I've been seeing Pim. Um, I'll shout out Leanne Pinnock. I did see she made like a whole post and everything, but. Okay. Actually, no, I'm going to make, I'm Rochelle, like, well, go Thank on. you, because I, I was like, what, what are you getting at here? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. I'll say it, I'll say it. Mm. Rochelle, yeah. like, I think I saw, like, she posted, reposted something on her story that was just like a wow or something. I haven't seen, like, an actual post post, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Mm. when we're talking about, you know, documentaries about colorism mm-hmm. and about how, mm-hmm. um, you know, mortality rates among black women, mm. which are worse among dark-skinned black women, mm-hmm. and the person heading this documentary is one, you know, on private healthcare, mm-hmm. but also is just, yeah, not what well, we're not even going to get into that whole, mm-hmm. you know, that, mm-hmm. that happened a couple months ago, but yeah. it was just interesting to see the normal, like talking heads who are called upon to be the black voice who usually are biracial, mm-hmm. not really kind of popping up when the time yeah. came. Um, I'll give them the benefit, some of them the benefit of the doubt, maybe, you know, they're collecting themselves or whatever, but nah. you know, it's no, it's I, just it's interesting. It's it, interesting. That's what to I'll me, say. it just wouldn't surprise me if she felt like this issue was too political for her to talk about. But you're doing a documentary, <laughs> right? Right. This is when we right. say people don't have the range because if you mm, can't even speak absolutely. up on this, that's literally absolutely. like a softball. Yeah. What? Yeah. What are you here for? What are you doing? Yeah. Absolutely. Babes, <laughs> you're not qualified, and that's fine. But then don't, like I said, don't now go and take the job of a darker woman who also knows what the hell she's talking about. Mm -hmm. Do not go and take her job when you actually don't have the courage to speak up in these situations. And I'm sorry, everyone's talking about this. So there's no reason for you to Mm -hmm. be silent. Mm-hmm. I don't care if the babies were crying all night. <laughs> There's time. This has been going on for what, like two, three days? Yeah, this, I time. mean, it came out on Sunday and then we, we came out we're here on Monday, you know? Today. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I just felt like in this very, like this is one specific example where it literally was precisely their lane because we're talking about, you know, a mixed race absolutely, woman. And, absolutely, you know, you yeah. can relate. So yeah. this will be yeah. the time to talk up the things. But, mm-hmm. you know, I was... I did not see you. So, you know, just just wanted to ask what's up. Um, you know, <laughs> what's good? It was good. Your Molly, what's good? But yeah, um, that was, a, it was a mess. Um, bun mm. the Royal Family, uh, Bun Piers Morgan. Um, mm-hmm. That chick, what was her name from? Uh, uh, Sharon name? Osbourne. I wasn't going to say her, but yeah, Bonha. Oh my God. Yeah, that one. Yeah. All of these lot who came and showed and their asses over Piers I'm Morgan. I'm disappointed in her, man. Really? I liked her. X Factor. I used to love X Factor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, she's, you know, I remember um, uh, Kelly Osborne said something a few years ago on The View where she was just kind of like, and she was supposed to be like, this was her kind of defending latinos mm. allegedly but she was like you know if trump deports like all the mexicans like you know who's gonna clean toilets and she really she no. thought she did something and everyone no. was like oh no girl no 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 and Wait, she was earnest like 
Kelly Osborne. Oh my days. She was earnest. She thought she was like making a point like, yeah, because they're so oh essential to the work. You could just say like, you know, they're essential to the workforce and, you know, they're important workers as opposed okay. to who are going to be our um, servants. It's just, okay. yeah, banish that them family. Banish them all. Banish them all. Um, <laughs> but no, Jane Moore, Jane Moore on Loose Women who said like mm. casual racism. And yes, I was just like, yeah, what? It's yeah. <laughs> I can't stand that show anyway. Another show I can't stand. It's not as yeah, violent as shit. Good Morning Britain, <laughs> ironically. But um, <laughs> yeah, that woman. And there's another one on that show. Um, older white lady again. Um, Is it Lorraine? No, not Lorraine. What? Lorraine, the Scottish one. I don't I don't know that these people, I don't watch the show. Oh, no, because yeah, no, no, Lorraine on the Scottish one, actually, she, she came with some smoke. She after the interview, she was like, "Well, I guess Prince Andrew will be okay now." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, come on, Lorraine!" But um, yeah, they, they just be talking too much without actually knowing what they're talking about on that show. And yeah, I'm so happy because what's the name of the the black lady who who gathered her? Because I was like, "No, please I can't do not." You know what? Let me Google it. Let me Google and she's it. She's an ITV yeah. host. Yeah, but I was like, Google "Please it. do not let that comment go unchecked." Please, please, please. And then she delivered the ultimate shade. To uh, Charlene, then, Charlene White? There we go, Charlene White. And, you know, that woman made it. Oh, you know, sometimes people say things and it's just a casual racism. <laughs> and Excuse she was like, me? oh, well, you might be okay with casual yeah. racism. <laughs> now she's back to, oh, no, no, that's, that's what I meant. Um, hmm. um, what did you mean, hon? I'm so happy. Like, people were not missing. People were not, like, their commentary was so good. I remember even, oh, to go back to Lorraine, though, the Scottish presenter, he was saying like, you know, yeah, when I saw this, I just thought, what? Like, I was astounded, weren't you? And this woman just goes, no. No, I screamed, <laughs> I screamed. <laughs> it's just she the way the woman, no. she didn't miss a beat. She was like, no. <laughs> I was just like, every black woman Ever. Yes. <laughs> just like, yeah, nah, no. black women were coming with the commentary. Listen. I loved it. Mate, these last few days, obviously it's very sad what they've gone through, but this has been so lit. I've been loving the discourse. <laughs> it's been this long time <laughs> since I've been able to say I've been loving the discourse on Twitter, but I've been loving the discourse uh, from what I've been seeing anyway in my echo chamber. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's been lit. It's been lit. <laughs> yeah. It just, I guess, yeah, just closing thoughts um mm. yeah i just in terms of also just yeah in terms of like the the fallout from this interview and stuff and the commentary from mm. you know british media heads and stuff mm-hmm. it just kind of brings up again the fact that in this country it's worse to be called a racist than it is to actually be racist yeah and mm. they mm-hmm. will just they think that if they're not like calling you nigger in the street and like yeah. burning crosses on your front garden yeah um and like chaining you up like they they think like you know mm. that's racism but otherwise like mm-hmm. no like it's just you know mm. and that's like yeah one of the pernicious things about like racism in this country is just yep, like the absolutely. gaslighting and like yeah. making you think you're crazy and yep. you know it's you're so sensitive insidious. and that's not how mm. they meant it and you know context they love this what was mm-hmm, the context mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. like it's, it drives you mad it drives you mad and mm. that's why like racism mm. it literally like <laughs> it, it like it ages you and it like it makes you weary it makes yeah. you tired because it's yeah, just kind yeah, of like yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, how can you even fight back? Like, it's like, it's yeah. interesting because, you know, they said about the invisible contract that they have in the, in the palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah and we, we yeah. very much have like an invisible racism. And like our racism is very much, I mean, unless it's like, you know, the, the people who are literally, you know, shouting shit in the streets. But it's, it's hidden in, it's hidden so much, like in many other countries, um, in legislation, in institutions, in, you know, uh, covert language. Um, and it will make you feel crazy because you can't even call it out. How do you call out, you know, uh, uh, a strange overtone? You can, but it can also be denied, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I saw someone saying that our version of racism is worse. I don't know about worse, but yeah. Yeah, I saw that tweet. I was like, let's, uh, let's not do let's that. Not, yeah. Let's not, yeah. Yeah. Push to the Olympics. Let's go. <laughs> I was literally thinking that. <laughs> I was like, choose, choose your words carefully because yeah. that, that's not what you meant. That's, we, we that's not it. We don't need to like put it in a hierarchy. But yeah, it definitely takes a different form. It's different. And yeah, yeah. It, can, it can look more in, like, like you said, pernicious. But um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, and just like the nerve of white people to tell you what isn't isn't racist, All right. like All right. mm. <laughs> okay. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, um, God love England. Uh, yeah, thank you, Oprah, for that. Um, it did not disappoint. Yes. The yeah, tea yeah, yeah. was hot and consistent the full two hours, and I loved it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and that concludes the. <laughs> And that concludes our emergency broadcast. Um, So we will get back into the rest of the show. Um, So now we're going to jump into Dear Download, which is our listener letter segment where we answer questions, dilemmas, queries, anything um, anyone wants an answer to. Uh, If you want to get in touch, feel free to email us at deardownlow at gmail.com. Or you can use the anonymous Google link on our link tree um, if you want to get in touch anonymously. So, yeah, what's going on in today? Mm, uh, or <laughs> if you're uh, under the age of <laughs> oh, <yeah>. you can hit us <laughs> up on TikTok for a, you do a Q&A tip, gosh, that sounds so old. You can send <laughs> some sort of, they have this Q&A doohickey thing on there. Okay. Um, so <laughs> we'll quickly answer some of those questions. We won't take long because, you know, TikToks are only 59 seconds. So the first question says, uh, introduce yourselves. Um, so, yeah, I'm... I should have thought about this. Um, I'm Bernie Bambi. I'm a black... Bisexual, millennial, DJ slash podcaster from London. S. <laughs> Sorry, I stole you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm S. <clears throat> I'm a black bisexual, uh, zillennial from <laughs> London. Um, I guess I, I am a podcaster now, which is weird to say. Um, and a graduate looking for a job so you know <laughs> if you know anybody hit me up um i have a law degree in international relations masters um yeah i just i just exist and vibe um yeah that's that's about it yeah i mean i'll just say if you want to get to know us, just listen to the show that's the best way <laughs> there you go so yeah there's the answer to that okay next question um oh, i didn't give them a name oh well uh, next question. <laughs> I don't know if we give names of the TikTok ones. It's just too much to think of. Yeah. Uh, next question. So they said, "Are y'all?" <laughs> so I'm guessing it's one of our American 
Whereas I am going to talk about C's response to the ableism in her movie. Also, do you feel Sia is grooming Maddie? <laughs> oh my god. Um, NGL, the whole Sia like thing with that movie, I haven't really kept up to date. Um, no. I saw the initial kind of discussion and like the outrage and oh. stuff. And as oh. far as I understand, I think she basically was like, didn't hire actors who were actually on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. for this movie that was about people who are on the spectrum. I think that's that was the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the actual depiction in the movie was just, like, kind of offensive and just, like, yeah. very just off. So, mm-hmm. obviously, going off that, then, you know, that was a fuck-up on her part. And I think she mm-hmm. also, like, doubled down after the criticism and stuff initially. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, nah, not vibing with that. Um, not cool. And, yeah, it does kind of scream ableism um which is mm. incredibly ironic as well since you're supposed to be doing this movie about this community and then you're yeah. literally like shutting them out of the process so yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and the grooming thing i honestly know nothing about that kid <laughs> i think she was a kid in the chandelier video um yeah um i i, I know nothing <laughs> uh but i think yeah she just has her in a lot of her projects and stuff um but yeah i i don't i don't know too much about that situation mm. what are your thoughts yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the movie. Um, I heard there were some like harmful scenes about like some like not binding but like restraining apparently. Mm. Um, that I heard wasn't cool, and it was actually like, well, this is actually really bad, and you shouldn't be promoting this message because it's not what we do. Mm. Um, with, and then like, I think see, it was like, oh well, I you know contacted this autism institute, and they said that everything seemed kosher, so. I don't know, mm. but yeah, uh, definitely, <clears throat> you know, we've been screaming, we want to play our parts and stuff like that for a long time, and I mean, we ain't just like, general, obviously not me, well, not obviously, I mean, just for the record, I'm yeah. <laughs> on the spectrum, but yeah, um, so this isn't a new conversation, so yeah, but again, I don't follow Sia like that, and yeah, I can't yeah. comment on <laughs> she's screaming so much, <laughs> I'd like to think not, um, so yeah, uh, that's all I have to say on that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank now. you for the questions. Hey, Bernie again with the good audio. Uh, <laughs> we got an update to a letter whilst we were editing the episode, so I thought I'd quickly just slip it in there. Okay, so before we get into it, um, I don't know if you remember, we had a letter in a previous episode from a struggling babe um, talking about balancing their masters and their full-time job and just, you know, the juggling act that that was. And uh, one of their concerns was about getting a PhD, um, even though they weren't hitting distinctions in their masters. And so actually, one of our listeners wrote in Um, And they just wanted to pass on this message to her. So they said about the person who mentioned they were worried about not getting a funded PhD with a merit. And I just wanted to let them know that you absolutely can. I got my PhD without having even completed my master's at that point and with an undergrad in a completely different field. So it's possible if they have a strong academic record from their undergrad, they just need to get a solid supervisor and have a strong proposal and personal statement. So yeah, I'm a struggling babe. I hope that encourages you too. Um, and yeah, just keep on fighting the good fight. You can do this and you can get that PhD of your dreams as well. So stay strong.
<laughs> okay, uh, we've got a couple of other letters here. Let's start with this one because it came in first, and then we'll see if we have time. Yep. Okay, we have this letter here from. Let's call her Treacle. <laughs> Treacle. Interesting. You know all of her names. <laughs> so, this is from Treacle. Uh, dear Download Podcast. Hi, I discovered your podcast on TikTok. I just wanted to write in and tell you how much I enjoy it. I'm currently studying for my, studying for my master's and I've had you mm. guys on repeat constantly when I'm on breaks slash attempting to Aww. work. And you're really getting me through this panorama right now. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Uh, not really a question, but I wanted to know your opinions on the whole narrative surrounding losing your weight slash turning up for June 21st. <laughs> <laughs> um, I struggle with eating issues and the recent lockdown has taken a toll on my mental slash physical health not gonna lie I'm a bit scared to go outside and socialize again but I also don't want to succumb to toxic diets etc any mm. advice or thoughts you have would be much appreciated big love Treacle oh. thank you for your letter Treacle Treacle um Yes, what you, are you? you, you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Throw me in there first. Mm. Um, what do I think? I mean, mm. <laughs> obviously, like, you know, everyone's been, been joking about it. And it's just, mm. I mean, it kind of happens every year in terms of like, you know, summer mm. body and etc, mm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But like, really, you don't need to do any mm. of that. Your summer body mm. is your body. And mm. that's, mm. that's the body you're going to roll up in. And mm. really... <sighs> I mean, like, I feel, and actually, this is funny timing because I literally was watching. Um, I feel like every conversation just ends up going back to TikTok. It's just consumed so much of my life. But yeah. um, there's, <laughs> there's this girl on TikTok called um, Iona, um, British girl, and she, like, her channel is all about, like, kind of, she's recovering from, like, an eating disorder and stuff. And uh-huh. she makes videos where it's, like, recontextualizing food. And she kind of um, does weeks where she tries to make foods that, would like previously kind of trigger her eating disorder and stuff to kind of over uh-huh. overcome it is that the word um and yeah just basically kind of positivity and everything and kind of letting people know like you know don't like it's okay to like eat things that you enjoy and uh-huh. like you know diet uh-huh. culture is you know demonize certain foods and da da da. so she uh-huh. had a tiktok today where she basically kind of spoke about this and she was like honestly like I'm not going to be going out there like inspecting people's bodies and being like, oh, like you've gained uh-huh. weight. And I mean, obviously, like if when you gain weight or lose weight, like obviously people notice, but uh-huh. I'd like to think polite people wouldn't feel the need uh-huh. to bring it up because uh-huh. like it's just not necessary. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, the most important thing is that you're kind of healthy mentally and like physically and stuff. And if you feel healthy, then like who gives a shit? Like it's, you know. Also, it's a pandemic and like it, it's been a hard time. It's been a stressful time. Also, if you're doing a master's, like that's also an added stressor. So mm-hmm. if you ate a bit more than usual, like it's it's honestly like it's it's not that deep. It's fine. And I mean, I know it's it's easy for me to say that. And like like in terms of other people saying that to you in term, and like how you feel internally, I understand they're two different things. And like, yeah, like as throughout my life, I've kind of like fluctuated in terms of weight and stuff. So I understand. Mm-hmm. I get it. But um, Uh yeah, honestly, like I wouldn't let it stress you out too much. Um, Uh 
I myself, I do plan on um, wearing less and going out more. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I'm, <laughs> I don't feel any sort of like pressure to, I mean, actually, to be fair, I've actually like during the whole lockdown period, like th- there's just been a lot of like stressful shit happening. So oh. I've actually lost like a decent bit of weight. So it's kind of the opposite, but... Quickly, just to clarify, I mean, because you said that you lost a decent bit of weight. But obviously, you just mean, like, substantial. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just the word. Yeah, yeah, substantial. substantial. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, like, I don't feel Mm. any sort of pressure to look a particular way um, for the summer when things open up again. And there's no confirmation that things are going to be as Boris said on the 21st of June so there's also that yeah, um, yeah. not to be bad mm. vibes sorry uh, mm. so yeah I'd say I understand where you're coming from but honestly like don't don't let it get you down too much at the end of the day like people friends and stuff and other people like they know you for you and they like you for you and they don't I don't think they care if you've gone from like a size 10 to like a size 12 or like a size 14 or 16 whatever mm. so yeah how about mm. how about you friend um yeah um in terms of me what are my thoughts on the narrative surrounding losing weight i can't lie i have been partaking <laughs> but mainly for myself I've, I've, been mainly, like, I've been mainly saying like okay i need to get this body right and even what i mean by that is not even right like the way i for, anyway this is just me and how i how, how i view it and view myself mm. like to me I enjoy myself. <laughs> I enjoy mm, how I look. Likewise. I'm very likewise. happy with that. Um, and I don't particularly feel insecure about myself or my body. What I do have is an awareness of other people's issues with mm. other people's bodies and how mm. other people will project their opinions on what your yeah. body's supposed to look like. Yeah. And I try to not let that affect me, but then it does. And so I guess... In some ways, then, yeah, I'm doing something for myself, <laughs> but not because, I mean, also because I want to do it for myself. Like, I would yeah, enjoy looking yeah. different, but also because the kind of like, it's annoying that sometimes you do things just to stop other people from being annoying. <laughs> and it's definitely yeah. like a mixture of the two. Like, obviously, not obviously, but, you know, I would um, like to just get a bit. They get put on more muscle. Um, get some muscles. <laughs> but um, chesticles. <laughs> but um, I don't. Well, you know that's the thing actually because it's it's a tricky one because you know we talk about um, having like a very <clears throat> the language that we use. You know we have a very like racist language. We have an inherently sexist language, and we do have an inherently like fat phobic language. Fat phobic language, yeah, you for know, sure. and like. Even even till this day, like we still can't even comfortably say fat, you know, without mm. having like these super negative, negative connotations. connotations. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll find yourself being like, I'm just gonna say fat because there's nothing wrong with being fat. Yeah. But then you say it and people look at you mad like, Whoa, why are you saying that? And it's like, well, mm. now I don't wanna you know, and it's kind of like actually it, it's sometimes like a tricky thing to navigate in terms of how mm. to like, yeah, you want to, like, normalise, normalise, but actually the way you're doing it is actually doing a bit much, you know, so it's a tricky mm. one. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think it is kind of problematic. And I think, actually, like, yeah, like, when you actually do think about it, 
sometimes you can be careless about the way you speak. Like you never really do yeah. know yeah. what people are going through. And like, like I remember with one of my housemates, like, you know, um, like I've got two, like, so one of my housemates, she moved in and then like, they're very much into fitness and like eating mm. clean and whatever. And then my other housemate has been like, you know, I actually never really used to think about like food like that. And now the way mm. that they're talking about it actually kind of, it kind of pisses me off now because now <laughs> I can't stop thinking about like my relationship with food and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And now I've become like a bit insecure about it. So it's like, it's definitely something to be mindful of. Just like the way you talk about like body and food and your relationship with that. Um, I know you're not really asking that, you're just asking about our opinion. Which is good because I feel like I'm not really saying anything <laughs> like <laughs> tangible, I guess. But um, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I guess in terms of you and what what you should do, I mean, not that you're particularly asking for anything, but like maybe just if if you feel comfortable, you know, especially with the people that are around you, just being clear, like you know what, like. I actually, especially at least the people that you're closest to and, you know, who, mm. who, you know, you have close to you, just being clear, like, you know, by the way, guys, I don't know if you know this already, uh, hopefully if they already know, then it's an easier conversation to have, hopefully, just like, oh, well, you know that, you know, I've had eating issues in the past, so can you just be mindful of how you're speaking about these things around me? Because, you know, it can be mm. triggering, it can affect me. And actually, I don't even think you need to even go deep into, like, you know, I think any person could say, even if like you haven't had uh, particular like disorders or anything, anyone can say, well, actually, you know what? I wish you wouldn't talk about that about food because you don't mm. know what people are going through. And it's kind of like a, when you actually think about it, the message that you're giving off, it's not really positive, is it? Like it's kind of that phobic, it's kind of like, you know, um, like, I don't know, maybe ableist in terms of like eating disorders and stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, if you feel comfortable, I think that's something that you can do to sort of counteract that. And also, like I said, like she's seen some stuff just like people being positive about food and having mm. like a healthy relationship with it. And yeah, yeah. surround yourself with, with you know, uh, content that, you know, doesn't make you feel terrible. Like shit, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. we do like live it like, I feel like obviously I've known this, but like, yeah, back in the day, we just didn't have the language and stuff. So mm. as of recent, um, like, you know, the term fat phobia has become more like mm. of a household mm. term and stuff. And more people are like, you know, mm. understanding it for what it is. Mm. And yeah, like as a society, like it, it, it is a fat phobic society. There's a reason the diet industry yeah. is worth billions and billions because <laughs> there is money in telling people you look terrible change that yeah. um, buy this thing yeah. to help you change that mm. so yeah and like i get it and like obviously you know as a woman there's also like these pressures on us to look a certain mm-hmm. way and everything like that so i 100 percent understand um i would just say just kind of again easier said than done but just kind of do what you feel is right for you and mm. you know um like I think but you kind of spoke about it before in terms of like what you were doing and yeah like I'm kind of you know I've been I've been trying to you know eat right recently and you know it's been warmer Uh so I've been started running again and I've kind of had this idea of like yeah okay I'm gonna get back back on it and stuff but not in a sense of like this is for other people and to look good to other people it's just like I know Uh I feel good when I'm you Uh know running three times a week and like working out you know often and eating right and everything and Uh you know 
that that kind of stuff feeling like it's it's a form of self-care for me and feeling like i'm taking care of my body um yeah. and that's not to say like if you want to eat some ice cream that's you just kind of like neglecting your body and treating your body like shit oh. because like oh. that ice cream is nice and it can you know it makes you feel Mate. good and do- dopamine um endorphins and shit so yeah. like that's not saying it's a bad thing but it's just oh. you know it's it's a holistic thing and you know just overall that kind of feeling of like treating your body the way it should be treated and like not if you're kind of doing certain things that you know that this is harmful to me and this is kind of me kind of I don't know I feel like I'm waffling a bit but like I don't know if you're like in a bad like when I'm in a bad mental place like my diet is just like shite fruits and vegetables don't know her like it's just you know and I can just tell like I'm not taking care of myself so yeah that's that's kind of what I'm saying just make sure you're kind of taking care of you and your body and don't feel stressed about other people um and looking snatched and stuff like it's okay yeah 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 definitely in terms of food like yeah just taking care of yourself and that doesn't mean like oh eating like only vegetables and shit like that but Mm. like just being in tune with your body and like for example dairy for me (laughs) that's how i take care of myself i eat dairy perfect example yeah yeah but like in terms of like outcome like that is the outcome just like do what like makes your body feel good like don't think about like where you need to be and but like by June 21st I need to be here and blah 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 like because we've all gone through a pandemic like mm. and the gyms have been fucking shut <laughs> so like <laughs> however I look at June 21st is how I look at June 21st I don't want to hear shit and like yeah it's like do not you know do not feel like you have to shut yourself away like whatever has happened between you know, during lockdown like the fact that you're standing you know, you have every right to be out there and enjoying your friends and enjoying, like, our freedoms again, as mm. anybody. Um, to be honest, like, working out to me, it's, it's, it's like, it's insanity, really. <laughs> like, unless you love it. Then it's just, just it's just like, it's oh, like I, I love it. through shit. I love it. You know? Yeah, that's great for you. But we don't <laughs> all love it. <laughs> that's true, that's true. I've been working out since I was, like, almost 10 years job. now. But... <laughs> like, it's true. yeah. What I will say, food is good. I never feel bad about liking food because food is food is great. Is. So um, yeah, yeah, that's that's what I have to say on that. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for reaching out. Yeah, Just do take care of yourself. Like we said, mm-hmm. you know, distance yourself from people who are going to make you feel shit about yourself, and surround yourself with people and things that are going to uplift you. Um, that will definitely help. But um, yeah, thank you for writing in. Uh, thank you for letting us know how you found us. That's always really mm-hmm. helpful. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, take care, Treacle. Awesome. Uh, yeah, timing-wise, what we're going to probably should save the other one for next week. Yeah, we'll save it for next week. But thank you for writing in. We will get to you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, sorry. Aubrey kind of tipped us over the edge. So <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep moving. Um <laughs> So yeah, guys, as before, uh, if you have any questions or anything you want to ask, um, feel free to email us at uh, at gmail.com or the anonymous Google link on our link tree or the Q&A section on our TikTok. Mm. Sweet. All right. Okay, so now we're going to jump into the damn lies, which is our news and politics segment. So, uh Right, so I think, yeah, the main thing I kind of wanted us to talk about today um, 
I think, yeah, I mentioned at the beginning, but uh, yesterday was Ghanaian Independence Day. Mm. So marking 64 years uh, free of British rule, bop bop. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of bittersweet because as of recent, there's been kind of a lot going on in Ghana in terms of the treatment towards the LGBTQ plus community over there. Oh. Um, and you know what, like researching for this, for this uh, topic was actually really, really interesting. And I would actually really like to write like a paper or something mm. on this because like there's there's a lot here and a lot mm. of really interesting stuff. So obviously like I'm, I'm going to try and keep it concise, whatever. But um, mm. in terms of background, so the other week, uh, a community center for LGBTQ plus people in Ghana closed its doors after mounting pressure by religious groups and anti-gay organizations against sexual minorities. The police <sighs> later raided the center um, after its leaders were forced into hiding. So um, in recent weeks, several high-profile figures in Ghana have demanded the closure of the center, which has been intended to be a safe space for LGBTQ plus people to meet and find support. Um, Yet since the center's opening in January in the capital Accra, uh, many people have received death threats and online abuse. The opening of the center has amplified discrimination against the community, um, activists have said. Um, so although same-sex relationships are illegal in Ghana, the law is rarely enforced, but activists say that, and like, it's just true, LGBTQ plus Ghanaians still face a great amount of abuse and it's intensified in recent years, which has been, you know, fueled by influential anti-gay campaigners. So, uh, that was kind of the main thing that happened. Um, I know a lot of, there've been a few celebrities, so I know Idris Elba, um, Naomi Campbell, quite a few like high-profile um, UK black celebs have written a letter calling on the government to um, protect this community and to kind of crack down on this. So yeah, that's 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 the first bit. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of like what we were saying last episode. Like you know, it's it's just it's like homophobia in like African countries is just like mm. another like relic of colonialism you know mm. and it's just yep it's sad because you know <laughs> like queer people have existed there for way before you know white people got there and told you that they didn't mm-hmm. and it's like it's just yeah to see yeah just to see like not just people who like look like us but people like people who actually could be us you know like yeah yeah if it weren't for the fact that our parents or grandparents or whatever made the decided decision. to come here yeah come here we would be in that situation like and just it's just yeah crazy to see that like yeah it's just it's just sad isn't it you know to know that our country our motherland is like doing the harm to these yeah. people yeah and it's just like it's like the humanity like where's the humanity like i'm just mm. it's like we shouldn't have to like Beg you like to just yeah. accept us as human human beings, right? Yeah, like, yeah. just like literally, just please, like look, just let us do our thing. Like, if you're not gay, then we actually have nothing to do with you. <laughs> like, just you know, we'll like ah, uh, it's just sad. It's just sad. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the right to exist, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, legit. Um. Mm. 
So, and yeah, you, you literally touched on it in terms of, you know, queer people having existed for ages, centuries, um, further further back than, you know, a European contact. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about like the history in terms of, I found this really interesting, just kind of researching wow. about Ghana and stuff um, and kind of LGBT issues there. Um, so in terms of the actual like legislation, um, it criminalizes quote unquote unnatural carnal knowledge uh, in sexual sex in section 104 of the Criminal Offences Act, and carnal and like unnatural is basically any penetration of anything other than a vagina and like having sex with animals. So that's you know we're being put on the same level as like yeah. you know, bestiality, a classic mm. classic um, <laughs> homophobic trope. Uh, mm-hmm. Love to see it. Um, mm. So uh, despite the constitution guaranteeing a right of freedom of speech, expression and assembly to Ghanaian citizens, these fundamental rights are actively denied to queer people. So in terms of history, there's, okay, it's, it's interesting. So so um, there's historical evidence of homosexuality in Ghana in the past of, in the 18th and 19th century, um, Ashanti courts, uh, <laughs> okay, I guess disclaimer, like, <laughs> as with like, you know, back, back in, like centuries ago like yeah it was it was problematic um to, um, <laughs> to um, so gen z like you know it, it was problematic we need to, oh, we need to talk about is it. it given like like um Rome vibes basically um male slaves concubines yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> why have we got so wrong right honestly goodness <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing though, once you go back in time, but like you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> so um yeah, during the eighteenth and nineteenth century Well we were there <laughs> Stop <laughs> Um Stop Um <clears throat> Um, in the Ashanti courts, male slaves um, served as concubines. Uh, they dressed like women and were killed when their masters died. Um, oh my days! Interesting, yeah, right? So um, the Nzima, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, um, had a tradition of adult men marrying each other, usually with a ten-year age difference. Eh? Um, and the marriage would be called uh, agiale or friendship marriages. Um, the couples would observe all the social equivalents of a heterosexual marriage. The bride price was paid and a traditional wedding ceremony was had. Um, this is also interesting. The, um, the Nankani people, um, they had, uh, female marriages, which was, as far as I understood, I've tried, there's like this massive, like 25 page paper that I skimmed through to try and get this, but I think if they wanted to like preserve the man's lineage and, Basically, they were like, this kind of line is too pure and we can't have you like having kids with some other random nigger who's going to like ruin the line. We want to okay. like preserve that line. So they would have like women marrying other women and that would like continue the lineage and stuff. And so right. they'd have like, they would get pregnant, so, but the men would just essentially be like sperm donors and the men wouldn't have any claim right. to the child. And so okay. like, the kid, I think, would be raised by like the women and stuff um so yeah that that was something that was interesting um and then yeah just in terms of like africa in general um i'm gonna add these to the recommend reading but there are quite a few like interesting articles i've read um so yeah there's this one article on it's it's on the stonewall website but it's by leah buckle and it's called african sexuality 
and the legacy of imported homophobia, which is really good read and I'd recommend it. Also, the references in there were like, I've noted them down and I'm going to look into some of those books because it's just really interesting stuff. Um, so obviously, like ancient Egyptians, there were, you know, males embl- embracing each other as lovers and acceptance of same sex relationships. In the 16th century, the Imbangala people of Angola had men and women's apparel who they kept among their wives. In contrast, so it's getting interesting, in contrast, King Henry VIII had just signed the Buggery Act in 1533 in England, which criminalized oh. sex between two males. And at the same time, um, okay, see so this guy, again, <laughs> this guy in particular, I want to find out more about this guy. Oh. It's kind of, I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of like fucked up. So oh. there was this king of um, Uganda called um, King Mwanga II. Sorry, guys, it's a bit of a history lesson, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, this guy called King Mwanga II, and he um, actively kind of opposed um, colonialism and like Christian missionaries coming over. So basically he had basically like concubines and stuff. And like he was, I think they call him like, you know, the bisexual African king. He had relations <laughs> with both men and women. So they caught me. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Um, <laughs> um, you play too much. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so um, he would kill young men who refused to sleep with him, which, (laughs) um, you know, problematic. Um, (laughs) So basically, like, yeah, (laughs) cancelable offense, yes. (laughs) So essentially, when like the Christian missionaries and stuff came over, and guys were just kind of like, no, like, this is wrong, it's against the Bible, yada, yada, yada. And this king was like, no, fuck all of that, like, cheeks now. Um, and they said no, so he killed them. So he <laughs> killed, like, I think he also killed missionaries, but, like, the men who also refused okay. to sleep with him. I think, yeah, right. 45 young men were killed because they refused to sleep with him. Um, so, yeah, he's he's an interesting character. Um, the uh, Wait, have I got any more on him? Hang on. There's a, yeah, when his pages um, convert to Christianity and start to refuse his advances, he re- ordered their execution. This series of events is still celebrated by some Christian Ugandans today, despite a continued what? claim that homosexuality is a Western import. So oh the the cognitive is dissonancing. Um, but, uh, so yeah, the and then the Igbo Igbo and Yoruba tribes, um, oh. mostly found in present day Nigeria, did not have a binary of genders and typically didn't yeah. assign gender to babies at birth and instead Mm -hmm. waited until later life so yeah and in many african countries they didn't see gender as a binary in the way that europeans did um nor Mm -hmm. did they correlate um anatomy to gender identity and in no african country prior to colonization do we see any persecution of lgbt individuals because of their sexuality or any Mm -hmm. anti-gay lgbt laws um pretty much all of these kind of like anti-sodomy and kind of anti-lgbt laws came Mm -hmm. when the British came um, to hang out. Um, and yeah, in recent times, these kind of messages have been reinforced by like evangelical Christians from the United States who've really kind of, especially in places like Uganda, where they're just very like, very anti-gay. Um, and also the kind of particularly pernicious part about all of this is, and you've probably like heard this as well, like a lot of our relatives kind of see kind of, gay shit is kind of a western thing and like white people yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and just kind of like you know that's not the african way and we don't do that here mm-hmm. and um 
I remember in, uh, it was like 2011, David Cameron refused to, he said that he would um, take away aid from Uganda unless they started like respecting LGBT rights. And I remember the president was basically like, we don't need these Europeans coming here telling us what to do. So they kind of see it as like, because now... It's political now, yeah. Yeah, it's political. And it's kind of, they see it as a form of like neo-colonialism and basically like them the west trying to tell them to change their way of life even though like this homophobia is not entrenched in our way of life and was literally bought by the west but now like it's 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 deeply embedded now so they're just kind of like nah like this is this is who we are and we're not having you tell us what to do now it's it's become a part of african identity yeah yeah yeah, i i I always would be like even as a younger like person myself i'd be like wait that's that's un-african you know, mm. yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's yeah, it's like deeply entrenched, but like we didn't even put it there. So yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's it's pernicious on like so many different grounds, and even if mm. like just looking at it from like a sexual health perspective, like rampant rates mm-hmm. of like STIs and HIV, mm-hmm. and because it's so stigmatized mm-hmm. and stuff, and just attitudes towards sex, and it's it's yeah, it's 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 fucked up. Um, there's like uh there was another article i saw on um was this on Gal- i think this was on Galdem, um and there was just kind of it was just a more general kind of article about how the british have affected like their ex-colonies and stuff um so yeah they mentioned uganda um in india section 377 of the india penal code was introduced in 1861 by britain colonialists outlawing sodomy um the hijra otherwise referred to as eunuchs intersex non-binary and trans community in south asia were revered due to their loyalty demonstrated to the lord rama and had the ability to bring both good and bad luck following the introduction of anti-sodomy laws the fate of the hydra across across south asia has changed today the hydra community in many parts of south asia continue to have their own subculture however they face discrimination um some are forced into sex work due to poverty and lack of mm. education and a risk of violence means they often often struggle to negotiate condom use and this is this has in turn fueled an epidemic of stis and hiv also don't even have to say like i think jamaica has been branded like one of the most homophobic countries um jamaica Batty trinidad Batty and tobacco <laughs> say again sorry Batty man, if you did. I don't even think you tried. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Um, Trinidad and Tobago has one of the harshest penalties, and also Jamaica, um, Dominica, and Guyana. Um, there's a lot of violence against the LGBT community, and just, yeah, they don't really fuck about over there. So, um, yeah, essentially, is that pretty much it? Yeah, so basically, it's. I don't really see things getting if we're we're just going back to Ghana um I don't think I see things getting much better anytime soon um it's just really sad to see because I I, like obviously as a Ghanaian like I I love the culture I love like I love the music I love the food like and Ghanaian people will have this reputation of just being like just nice people and just like chill and just in comparison to other people. Um, <laughs> the- <laughs> yeah, I gotta lie. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, I was just. <laughs> I was just thinking. I was thinking about this. this is a side thing. I was thinking about this like um, today when I was just thinking about the podcast. I was like, look at us. We literally like we have united Ghana and Nigeria. Like we are bringing. We <laughs> Even though we take swipes at them. <laughs> 
<laughs> Support that count. Um, <laughs> Sound love. Are we share a borderline or something? Or is there a country between us? Uh, Ivory Coast. Is Ivory Coast between oh, yeah, us? Yeah, yeah. Or is Ivory Coast the other side? Far. I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're literally, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, obviously like having that reputation, but at the same time, just treating members of our own community like this, it's just, it's gross. It's embarrassing. And like, I've seen a lot of diasporans, especially in the past few weeks, kind of speaking up online and stuff and kind of calling out the president and being like, you know, you're a coward. Like you, you need to make a stand and like, make a point that this is not okay and people should not be allowed to be targeted like this and it it's just again like the classic thing of just like you're literally just replicating the same forms of oppression that we've had to deal with and like you don't Mm -hmm. see the irony in this and Mm -hmm. like again you know we come back to religion and just fueling it and like Obviously, there are many Christians who have, you know, liberal interpretations of the Bible and stuff. But in my knowledge and going off, you know, the people I know and people I've interacted with and family members, a lot of them do take the more conservative interpretation, um, which basically, yeah, you know, you know, I don't need to say it. So, yeah, um, that's pretty much, you know, what I had to say. Yeah, no. Oh, actually, sorry, just last thing I wanted to add. So, um, I mean, just in terms of, like, what people can do now, I would Mm. just say, like, educate yourselves, um, and especially, like, you know, actually, no, everyone, um, educate yourselves. And in terms of, you know, if you are from, you know, these backgrounds and stuff, um, and you have families (laughs) like mine, um, and your cishet, like call people out like it's being an ally means actually like doing the work and doing shit that can be uncomfortable obviously like if it's safe for you to do so and you're not going to get like you know kicked out if they get a whiff of you potentially being gay but you know like challenge people when they say dumb shit um or at the very least like make yourself aware of stuff and like amplify voices that are doing the work and saying these things because it is important so um yeah that's yeah absolutely because like once once a queer person is out then like it's less likely that basically those like moments to challenge them Mm. they're actually going to be you'll have more of those opportunities than like a queer person yeah yeah it's more likely that they may withhold their opinions now because it's like oh shit there's a queer person Mm. i'm gonna say how i truly feel yeah and also they may not be in that space to even open their mind but yeah, if they feel, you know, and also not question yourself, but like if they feel brave enough to share mm. some like, you know, problematic opinions to you, then you need to ask yourself, okay, am I going to be complicit in this? Because mm. one, they feel, you know, <laughs> they feel that they can share this with me. So what am I going to do now? It's not your fault if they share it with you, but like just seize that moment. Um, yeah. Because it's some people, they they just simply won't be convinced by a queer person. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah, just how it yeah, is. it's true. Like you know, so yeah, it's like like BLM stuff when we tell like white allies mm. and non-black allies. Like obviously, mm-hmm. when we say stuff, they're like, oh, you know, it's because you're black. So it's more, especially mm. white people, mm. it makes it mm. has more. Unfortunately, it <laughs> tends to resonate more when it comes from people who yeah. look like them. Yeah. 
So, mm. you know, mm. speak up. But yeah, um, so in terms of just, I guess, quick stuff to mention, um, yeah, the, the listening letter kind of spoke about it, but um, we've received a date. Uh, June 21st, allegedly, is when mm-hmm. the girl <laughs> shall be free. Uh, <laughs> how are you, how are you feeling? I'm up to it. <laughs> <laughs> are oh, you optimistic? Um, absolutely. Because um, like for me, it's just nice to have a date to work towards, mm. you know. Even if that date changes, like, okay, cool, but like, until it changes, I've got something to work towards. Mm. Like, the way I'm seeing it, like, how, like, yes, provisional date, but, like, how off is it going to be? Is it going to be, like, a month off? That's fine. I can still work with that. <laughs> like, you know, so I'm, I'm cool. And it's going to be, like, phased. But definitely by the summer, I think things will be popping again. Um, and I think we will be in a clearer, <laughs> in a clearer room. <laughs> Um, Lipson again. You could so keep I, that. So. <laughs> you can keep. I am not clubbing with any of you unvaccinated niggas. I'm not in the club. <laughs> I'm not anti. I mean, actually, do you know what? At this age, I am anti lipsing in the club. But I am anti lipsing yeah. in the club when I don't know how many people are going to be vaccinated by that time. So uh... true. But we should be by then, isn't that what they're saying? What's What's the latest? When are we supposed to have our first? I think you said I by the end of well. summer, everyone should have like their first shot. Uh, but like I don't know what that um, means really. Mm, yeah, so yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, yeah. Either well, way, um, <laughs> I'm heading out as soon as I can. <laughs> as much as I miss the streets of Shoreditch, I, mm. I'm still. You know what? Like I, I was speaking to my therapist about this. Like I still, mm. after like a year of this, there's kind of, mm. it's not normal to like feel this like level of, and I, especially with me because I've kind of. I mean, you know, I've been kind of. Mm you know about this during this whole time like just that feeling of anxiety just going to Sainsbury's like it's not normal to just feel like panicky going outside and so as much as I do kind of miss people and would like things to get back to some sort of new normal I am still like the thought of being out amongst like groups of people still makes me very kind of nervous and stuff and anxious oh yeah yeah like I'm it's gonna be incredibly phased and (laughs) slow for me I mean until I get vaccinated I'm not gonna be doing anything I'm crazy but yeah I'm just I don't know just kind of looking at like clubs and stuff and I just it's it's been a year of this and like I've just been inside for so long and I feel like I've become like a massive homebody um yeah and just very much like I want to see my friends and you know have a kiki have some wine but in terms of like out out I mean, I'm trying shit. Maybe like, you know, after a few drinks and, you know, they start playing yeah. Seagulls. I'm like, hey, let's go. But... <laughs> no, because yeah. I, I get that. But I feel like once, you know, yeah, a couple of drinks flowing, the music going, like something primal in you will be like real working. <laughs> and you'll just, you know, you'll be dying for it by then. <laughs> and the sun, nah, man, by the time the sun's out, got a nigga feeling good. Come on. Go to mouth. <laughs> I get I get the sort of like apprehension mm. but I feel like your body will take over. <laughs> I need you. Oh yeah, we we shall see, we shall see. Um so yeah, that's that's about that. Um fuck Joe Mansion and Kristen Cinema as well. Um you're a dickhead for that. Um the whole $15 minimum wage thing in Congress. Um uh-huh. Democrats um, and Andrew Cuomo is being investigated for sexual harassment, which, uh, yeah, not shocking, but um, 
I don't think he's, he doesn't really seem to deny anything. He's just been like, I'm sorry, that was inappropriate. Um, but yeah, uh, America is Americaning as, as they do. Um, so God bless. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's about it on this segment. Okay. So we're now going to jump into our final segment, Sound Off. Um, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. So, uh, okay. Um, so yeah, I'll start with, um, I was going to say I've, uh, this week I kind of embarrassed myself. I was kind of crap at being a boy, but I'll say I was crap at being an adult because that's really what it comes down to. So basically, mm-hmm. um, I need my ties changed. <laughs> and I called up, <laughs> I called up my local carriage and I was just like, oh, hey, um, and I was like, okay, I'll give them the information that they need. So I was like, oh, you know, this is my car. Can you change my tires, please? And they were like, yeah, sure. Uh, what tires do you have? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. You're asking big boy uh, questions. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Where, where can I find this information? <laughs> so they're like, you know, go to the side of your car and look at the tire I'm like oh okay okay cool 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 so okay. I like read like if I didn't have letters on the side of a tire it tells you what kind of tire you have <laughs> so yeah um <laughs> wild <laughs> so I did that they were like okay yeah cool 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 <laughs> you can help me out just come down to the garage so then I get there and um it's actually kind of fun because usually they tell you to get out of the car before they like you know pump up your car like on the little wrenchy thing whatever it's mm. called well, because of COVID, I got a little like roller coaster ride. <laughs> they like popped up the car while I was still in it. I was like, ooh. Um, ooh. But then he asked me for like a, a wheel nut, something like that. I'm like, a what? <laughs> right? He's like, where's your wheel nut? I'm like, don't you have one? <laughs> He's like, no, mate, you should have one. I was like, well, I, I don't have one. He was like, okay, check your glove compartment. And what do you know? There was a little box that said wheel nut in there. The so, yeah, okay. I had that in there all this time. What the fuck is a wheel nut? Um, so, yeah, they did things to my car. And now I know a bit more about cars. So, yay me. Um, <laughs> I also... <laughs> three series. <laughs> I also want to talk about um bit of tv mm. so um you know what i didn't actually take very good notes for um Grace, so i'll just have to go off the top of my head mm-hmm. um sister sister has left the building <laughs> um, the fall from grace was swift <laughs> right i mean i again i will take back what i said because I, I do feel bad about how people have been getting on her um, especially about her appearance. Um, what I will say is she's like, she turned into really bad vibes. Re- like she'd always had a weird kind of vibe about her. I know some people ride for her. I don't personally get it. I don't people see ride for too her. much that's likable. Yeah. She has stats. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, she just became bad vibes. Um, she did an excellent reading though, uh, when they were reading each other. Yeah. But, um, yeah. A horror, her um, costume, and she went like, and then the shoulders. That was like, amazing. Came up. 
That was amazing. Sickening. Um, yeah, beautiful moment. So I was very happy she got her rupee badge. Um, and then, ah, yes, okay. I got very pissed off this episode. <laughs> it's, it's the same episode that I always get pissed off at. It's when they have to do the comedy show. Firstly, I hate the comedy show episode because it makes me cringe. Because I really hate seeing people being on stage and bombing. It, like, it is so, oh, no, I'm like, I literally turn away from the TV. I can't do it. Um, but what I bloody hate is every year, you know, someone wins the mini challenge. This week was Eddie Diamond. And they get to choose the running order. And then the girls were pissed. These bitches <laughs> the girls. who have been playing games all season. <laughs> now, because you haven't got the position that you want, they're like, oh, so you want to play games? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what the fuck do you think this is? And like, it pisses me off. Why the hell? Lawrence Cheney. What? <laughs> Only Lawrence Cheney was moving mad. And like, up until now, I've been like, you know, Lawrence Cheney, he's a reasonable guy. But, like, he was moving mad. I was actually really annoyed with him. The way he got onto Ellie Diamond for that, when, of course, she acted in her best interest. It's a competition. It's a competition. If you had a chance, you'd have done exactly the same thing. You're just annoyed because she hasn't acted in your best interest. And it's like, it's final five, mate. So, the way he got onto Ellie Diamond, I think it was really uncalled for. Didn't need to be that nasty. Thankfully, Tace and Bimley had some sense. Like, Tace was just like, mate, it's Tace a competition. Was <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> she was cracking me and Bimley up. Was, <laughs> Bimley was like, well, I'll kill it wherever you put yeah. this. I don't mind. And she did. Um, I mean, Ellie was a bit silly. She shouldn't have been like checking. Oh, by the way, guys, they weren't happy. Like, that was a bit silly. Yeah, that was shady. But um, Lawrence, like, no, nah, you did way too much. And then Ahura was like, you know, I can't even look at you. I'm so angry because of what you did. It was snaky, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You've literally like, been like shitting on. I mean, I'm no like Ellie Diamond's Stan, but like they've literally all been just like uh, throwing digs at her yeah, and being like, how is she even here? Yeah, and I expect yeah. her to go out next. And now yeah. she has an upper hand. And she, I mean, yeah. I still feel like her comedy performance was, honestly, I was kind of terrified. Um, Diabolical. The, like the demonic days. screaming was scaring me yeah. and my homegirls. No, but. No. Also, what the fuck did Ahura say that had to be said to I saw, I saw, I watched the, I saw the original, yeah, because when I watched it, I watched it on iPlay and obviously like it was a censored version mm. and I saw the clip. Apparently all she said was, um, in terms of like what her and her nan have in common is like gaping assholes. Is that it? That's it. <laughs> and then, yeah, then she just kept going on the angel joke. Well, no, that is funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, when they when I heard the beat, I was like, oh my god, is she saying like some really like heinous, like dirty shit? Yeah. But yeah, literally like gaping. I muscles. thought she was gonna say something like a prolapse or something. <laughs> 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 oh god. Yeah, it wasn't even the BBC. Oh, British people were just fucking prudes in it. Yeah, yeah, BBC. But yeah, um, I mean, I, I mean, I guess in hindsight or retrospect. I can see why horror was pissed because she went home. <laughs> but again, I still don't think it's fair to call someone like shady and like blah, 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 just for doing what's best for them in a, in a bloody competition. Like, mm. come on. So that pissed me off. And then finally, in terms of TV, um, behind her eyes. Oh, so. okay. This is going to be my sound off as well. Um, part of it. Yeah, let's talk oh, about yeah? it. Let's talk about it. Joy one, joy one. So... Um, I thought it started off really well. Um, 
I don't know why. I just loved the part when she went to buy him a drink and she bought out a tenner. And he was like, that's 12 pounds. Yeah, London. And she looked at him like, fucking London. <laughs> like, I love uh, Um But I do have to say, oh, quick question. Because mm. I was looking at that scene the first episode and I was like, oh, are you the kind of person who can just go into a bar or club by yourself? Yes. Yes, I did. I, I did that. I did that when I was in New York, like every night. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. Oh, good for you. I wish I had that kind of confidence. I just can't do it. Um, I just feel too awkward. Alcohol um, helps. I, I don't think I could do that yeah. in this UK, but in America, they're just super friendly and true. I made friends have immediately. No choice. Like, what you could yeah. do on holiday, just sit in your room. Okay, I hear that. But um, yeah, that was that was cool to me. Um, so yeah, I didn't actually mind Louise's acting. I, I quite enjoyed her acting at the beginning. <laughs> um, mm. um, David, yeah, I think it, I, I actually think it started off well. Although I will say, um, Adele from the beginning, I was like, this bitch can't act <laughs> from the jump. <laughs> I wasn't feeling it. The accent was shaky to say the least. <laughs> Um, turns out she's actually from Dublin and she's Bono's daughter. Oh, really? Actually, yeah. I, can, I can see that now. I can see that. Yeah, the nigga who forced all his music on her <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, the accent just wasn't doing it. Her character, I don't think, was well. Well, well I guess maybe now, you know, spoilers, spoilers, by the way. I guess maybe now, in retrospect, it, it kind of makes more sense, I guess, mm. the way that she was acting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just think it was poorly written. I think the actual plot, and this happens a lot, obviously, because it was a book before, so mm. the plot was good, mm. but the actual delivery, it was just, yeah. Like, when <laughs> when Louis finally found out, oh, so basically, Adele can have an out-of-body experience where she can move and then see me and she's seen me mm. and her husband having sex astral projection and yeah. blah blah blah, blah mm. astral projection and her first reaction is fucking bitch <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like that's the first reaction I'm sis like, right like I can't lie I was like eh? like I did not sign up for any of this demonic right. stuff okay? <laughs> I just wanted simple simple chilla <laughs> like too scary for me but um i mean yeah i i so two things that pissed me off one or not pissed me off but the first thing kind of oh i didn't like it basically and you know me i don't you know far be it from me to talk about black women's hair i it was was coming i was gonna say it if you weren't gonna say it (laughs) what i will say Mm -mm. Mm -mm. is okay so you know i used to do drama theater we have this thing called the willing suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. which basically means because you're invested in the show you are willing to be like okay you know what that's not actually plausible but i'll go with it for the sake yeah. of the show yeah. <laughs> so i'm seeing her hair i'm like okay uh, interesting mm. <laughs> then i'm like okay so she's wearing a wig then she goes to bed and she wears like a wrap around her head mm. i'm like okay they're keeping it real like you know black women are just you know so I'm like okay cool it's a weave 
then my girl has a shower. It was the shower <laughs> scene for me. It was the shower scene where I said, nope. And I'm like, okay, nah, I've, I've been trying. I've been trying. But you are now not going to tell me. We are supposed to believe that is her natural hair on top oh. of her head. And she's just having a shower. It's both like women showering in a wig. That's not about women showering in a weave no, like that. No, no. So I was like, you guys are doing too much. That's that I'm sorry, I can't I can't be with you there for that. That wig was upsetting um, me. And yeah, I I just yeah. not good. She's so beautiful. She is, she is gorgeous. Just a beautiful cast. In, yes, in yes. And and what they I will say actually, I think I think I really liked how um in the flashbacks, like everyone actually did genuinely look a bit younger. Mm. Like she looked younger for long hair. David, when he shaved. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Beautiful cast, all of them. Um, but yeah, and the final thing that pissed me off. This is like a general thing. This for everyone. Spoilers, spoilers, fucking spoilers. Anything, for me at least, can be a spoiler. And if you say that there is a plot twist. That's possibly the biggest spoiler you could actually give. Even though you haven't said anything, you'll spoil it for me. Because at the very end, <laughs> when everyone who watched it, not knowing that there was a plot twist, you saw what happened and you accepted that. And then you got the plot twist. However, because I knew a plot twist was coming, <laughs> I was robbed of that moment of being like, okay, so this is how it ends. I see it was a roadblock. And then boom. So, fuck everyone. <laughs> just, you need to stay off the internet, bro. <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> because I hate, like, anything, literally. Even the other day, I can't lie. You took my drag race? Yeah. Yeah, so you tweeted. You told me it was a tense episode. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bitch, every other... Oh, <laughs> sensitive, yes. Literally, I don't want to know a thing. I know, that's, that's a, it is a me problem. <laughs> I'll tell everyone now. It's a big problem. Be aware, please. <laughs> so, yeah, anything for Bernie is a spoiler. Literally, the most I'd like you to say is, we'll speak once you've watched it, please. After that, I don't need to hear anything. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think that's me for today. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to say on that, like, I just felt so bad. Again, spoilers. Um, that poor baby, like, Oh. he's lost his mom mm. and he doesn't even know it and just I, I felt I honestly wanted to cry um, I was, <laughs> you see when she picked him up and stuff and you know normally she'd like get on her knees and like hug him and then the way yeah, she's just like come yeah, on son yeah. and then she kind of pushed him I was like oh. yeah damn that kid doesn't deserve it mm. <sighs> yeah poor baby but um mm. yeah that mm. show was um interesting I mean it was yeah I mm. uh got through it um the the twist was <laughs> twisting um one thing i will say though for me it was like a comedy slash thriller like <laughs> even my housemate was like were you watching i'm like oh behind their eyes they were like i wasn't laughing as much as you're laughing, like, oh, you're laughing so much? i did laugh quite a bit to be fair i did chuckle i was also kind of was confused kind of... maybe it's just like the gay mm. in me i feel like mm. also this is just what comes with um you know, growing up with not that much, like, queer representation, having to, like, mm-hmm. uh, write your own, like, queer subtext into things, you see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kept, I was, I kept wondering, like, is the wife trying to hit on her as well? Like, what is, did you not <laughs> really? get a kind of vibe yeah. of just kind of, like, is that there is so tension nice. here? And when Louise was just kind of like, you know, I like them both, was she trying to hit at that, like, 
she liked Adele as well. And then obviously I, I realized I know she just likes her as like a friend and stuff. That's um, so funny. Sometimes I forget I how girls are that. as friends. I'm just like. But I got, I was like, is David trying to get <laughs> Rob? Really? Like, I got that at one point, yeah. Actually, no, I did. I did see that a little bit. Or at least yeah. I saw it from Rob's mm. perspective. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I was just kind of like, is she trying to get in a throuple situation? Um <laughs> Is that different? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, but actually, on that, um, this was this is why I was going to mention it as part of my sound off. Um, okay, actually, just mm. the quick, quick two things I want to say before I get into that. But um, first thing, um, words mean things. Uh, words to Crystal from the read. Um, so I just I remember I saw this comment on this video um, the other week where someone said some homophobic shit and then someone called them homophobic and they were like, "I'm not homophobic. I just don't support gay people." That means you're homophobic. So just stop being dense. Um, was that in our comment section? Uh, yeah, it was. Um, I doubt he's listening to this now, but um, you're a dummy for that. Uh, so, because they were literally doing the whole thing of like, oh, like homophobic means like you're scared of them. I'm not scared of gay people. Mm. I just don't support them. Mm. And like, no one mm. actually thinks like homophobes are just like, oh my God, boo. Like, oh my God, yeah, a gay. Yeah, oh, scary. Yeah. Like, you just hate us. Like, so just mm. say it with chest. Mm. Um, stop mm. being an idiot. Mm. Second thing, um, dear white people, you can cook West African food um, <laughs> as long as you don't like, you know, bastardize it or start calling it things it isn't or start adding. Any like, <laughs> I didn't want to say names, but yes, or adding weird <laughs> <Not> ingredients <laughs> 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 or adding weird ingredients that don't need to be there. Like, you mm. know what? Like do your thing as long as, you know, it's, you know, I'm not super precious about it. As long as you acknowledge where it came from and everything mm-hmm. where I do draw the line is when you chime in on jollof wars stay in your lane that is not that's not your place that's not your place you will have caucasians (laughs) making jollof rice and then being like "Eh," like um usually like their partner is like either like nigerian or ghanaian or whatever and they'll be like oh like you know just like you know nigerian jollof is like better or like ghanaian jollof is better this is not your business this is stay out no don't this is this is where we draw the line this is where we have to gatekeep stay out of it this is absolutely yes we have we have a a a sibling like rivalry with our jollof and it's fun you know we banter like Mm -hmm. don't just stay in your lane um so yeah (laughs) those are two preliminary things but um yeah just kind of hopping back to um behind her eyes and stuff and like throuples um i've also recently been watching um trigonometry which mm. I have been in joy. Okay, let me oh, just say. That's fun. So if you haven't watched it, I really recommend it. It's on um it's on BBC iPlayer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um like eight eight part um series. Um so oh. basically it's this I'll say spoiler alert, but I'm not gonna spoil too much. But basically yeah, the mm. premise is that there's this couple um living in London and then they invite like a lodger to come stay with them, who's this like mm. French girl who is just mm. adorable and is actually no shade to the French, but like normally, <laughs> like French people. When I think of French people, I don't think of funny. And this chick is actually like hilarious. Like she oh, makes yeah, me laugh. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. just witty and just <laughs> yeah. Like her banter is like top tier. I really mm. like her. So this um, French mm. lodger moves in and stuff. Mm. And basically, yeah, she starts to catch feelings for both of them, and both of them start to catch feelings for her. Mm-hmm. And then it, we get into this kind of like weird throuple situation. Also, yeah. like the couple get engaged and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's messy, but um. Yeah. First of all, the entire cast, 
gorgeous i yeah. Oh, yeah. beautiful yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. beautiful yeah. i like the guy kieran he just has like such like nice eyes and he's just like such right like, curly eyelashes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he's gorgeous <laughs> and like what i liked about him as well was like not like his um his girlfriend Gemma like she's she's queer but when they went to um that bar with like the the drag night and stuff I really like it when you bring like cishet guys into queer spaces and they don't even like blink it's literally just like like it's just a a small little thing that I was just kind of like oh like that's that's just I I mean again it's the bare minimum but like it's just nice when because even sometimes Mm -hmm. people who aren't like homophobic they'll still be a bit kind of sometimes like oh it's a bit you know but literally yeah, like he didn't yeah, even yeah. blink he was just like yep yeah. this is <laughs> this is what it is um yeah. Gemma oh, oh. <laughs> oh, in the very first episode I'm sorry I'm gonna be a perv <laughs> we got to see her return <laughs> I was like oh, oh to what do I owe okay. this pleasure <laughs> Christ. Um oh, yeah, no, nah, she's got like tall, oof, the the tattoos, the hair, nice. the skin. Yeah. Oh, she's just the accent. The accent. I was literally about to say the accent. Mm. She has I love mm. her accent. Um mm. she's 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 stunned. She's st- I I fancied all of them, but I fucking Gemma mm. was unreal. Mm. Also Ray, the French mm. girl, also like gorgeous and just very funny and just very likable. She's um, growing with me. I love French people. You're getting so there. I'm how sure how far are you? I'm still at episode one. Oh, okay. Um, oh, oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she has. She has more. Yeah. But um, I was watching it, and it just kind of made me. Oh, sorry. There was this one funny line I saw where um, sorry, spoiler, but there's kind of spoiler. Mm. Um, there's this like. Actually, no, you haven't seen it. Ugh, is this okay? I'll leave it. I'll leave it. You've literally given a lecture. Um, I mean, it's not like a, it's not really a spoiler. No, you say, say like, the line, say the line. You okay. can, you, you can, as long as I get alerts, you know, then I can, I can make okay. an informed decision. <laughs> All right. Basically, there's one character who like meets um, Gemma and Kieran. Gemma and Kieran are both black. Um, and he this is a white guy. And he's just kind of like, yo, yo, yo. And like tries to fist bump. And then both of their faces is just hilarious. And they should just look at him like, just stone face, like. <laughs> Everyone is looking at him like, uh, and I just think of that meme like, um, collective black disapproval is just kind of yeah. like, did not have to, did not have to do yeah. this. Um, but yeah, no, watching it, I was just kind of like, mm. although like I know like I am, I am monogamous to a T, mm-hmm. but mm. the greedy bisexual in me is like. Mm, <laughs> I would kind of love to be in Gemma's situation, like, yeah, like and I've spoken why, about this before. Why like, stop when I yeah, <laughs> legit, legit. And obviously, you know, like yeah. it's a stereotype, and like about bisexuals, you know, being greedy and like it's not true, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. However, I am greedy. It's not because I'm bi; it's just because I'm greedy. Um, <laughs> the idea of having like a, a girlfriend who like does, you know, girlfriend duties, whatever, and's there. But then also, mm. you know, if you're feeling in the mood, like also having a guy there, like I. <laughs> I'm open in theory and it sounds it sounds lit, but obviously, you know, um room yeah. for mess and all that. Yeah. And I'm sure it is issues in the series as well. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Mm. But I don't know. I was just as we were going through the series, I was kinda of like, mm, I'm liking this, you know. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm intrigued. I was speaking to my like, friend. Like, 
You know, like it's like when every teenager watches Skins and then they decide mm. to like recreate oh, yeah. it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <they're awakening. laughs> Maybe sometimes I was literally talking to my friend and I was just kind of like, NGL, a part of me would low key like to be in um, German situation. And then she was like, she's also bi. She was like, I feel like I would end up in race situation and just end up falling <laughs> like a couple. <laughs> Being like, we're going to try and make it work. But I'd like to be in German's position because I'd be the more secure one. So, um, yeah, you know, if sure. anything goes wrong, we can get rid of the third. Mm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, and then yeah, just super last thing on Drag Race. Um, the episode before, the most recent one, I just loved the the lip sync between sister and sis- sister sister and Tace. Um, was shocking because literally she's just like flopping to the ground and like sticks yeah. up her leg, where Tace is doing like death drops and twists and turns, yeah, yeah. and sister oh. sister is just standing there looking like in the night garden. Terrible. And yeah, what the hell was that <laughs> it was a mess. It was a mess. But yeah, no. Uh, Bimini for the win. Um, and yeah, yeah I've, I've finally gotten like into Bimini. the season. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's that's us good on this episode of The Download. Thank you for listening and mm-hmm. tuning in as per. And uh, thank you to our emerging artist for the week, Luke Brown with his new single, Still in Love. Please do go check it out and show him some love. And um, also, thank you to you guys. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for everyone who's uh, shouted us out recently. Um, mm. It's just, yeah, it's very encouraging, especially when we're like into day three of editing <laughs> and, you know, morale's low. <laughs> so, yeah, um, the messages, we really do appreciate them. So, Please keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Positive reinforcement. Uh, we respond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we're going to call it a night, lads. So uh, you can find us on Twitter, Insta, and TikTok at Dear Download. You can find me on all of that at Bernie Bambi. Yep. And you can find me at Just S, Just with two T's underscore S. And yeah, <laughs> gonna call it a night, lads. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we yeah. will see you soon for episode eleven. Yes, sir. Peace out, folks. Bye. See ya. Oh my yeah. neck. Yep. <laughs> my neck. <laughs> <laughs> my pussy and my crap. <laughs>